What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. Well, welcome to Monday Night Rosky, where we don't pull out. All right, we're going to give it to you right here. We got a great show. How to know if your girl will cheat on you. Yes, man, how to know. How dare you. Beware of these signals. We also have a man who realized his mother was sick in the head. She was bipolar, and she, of course, met her fate. Wait. She met her fate, and the man goes by Jason Lee. All I know of him is he's on Hollywood Unlocked. I don't know anything about him. I, I don't know. Uh, sorry. I don't know about him, but he's going to explain how his mother was actually sick in the head the entire time she was raising him, and it wasn't until he became an adult that he knew she was sick. Now, let me tell you, the father probably already knew. I don't know anything about his father. Probably already knew, and he got the hell up out of it. All right. Probably fought his ass in court. Oh, he's reading Rainbow? Hello. Hello, Mr. Jason Lee. We're going to talk about you, and I don't want a hello like that, but this is our opportunity to give free airtime, equal airtime to everybody. We welcome even everybody's story to this particular show, even if you reading Rainbow in here. Hey. You can go anywhere, indeed, except there, not me. Oh, no. I don't want to go. Yo, what else? Yay. Hey, you can be anything, not me. Look in a book. Yes. Hey, Jason Lee, shout out to you, brother. Indeed. Shout out to you. Pause here. Hey, shout out to him. Congratulations to him. We support. <laughs> all right, man. This show is all off the rails, and it's Monday night. It's the evening show. It's not as organized, but we do have some great topics for you to contribute to today's show. Dollar sign CGA live on the Cash App. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. We back in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the King of Kings, the King of Content, and the Speaker of Truth. Yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. Mr. Coachellini, and also the prognosticator, Coach Shadamas. You are back in here with the Sea God Allah, the best of the best, the best edutainment here on YouTube. We're going to tell you if your girl's going to cheat on you, and it's Valentine's Day coming up from you sucker, Simps. How many of you Simps going out to Valentine's Day dinner? Oh, I better go get in my monkey Simp suit so I can impress and tap dance and monkey dance. All right, monkey tap dance for my girl. Oh, she's going to be mad if I don't give her flowers and chocolates. All right, I'm going to be out there. <laughs> All right. All right, monkey simp suit day. I don't, I don't mind suits, by the way, but monkey simp suits, not so much. Mm. It's going to be barbecue in there. All right, somebody said I took a break from Valentine's Day. Yeah, man, Valentine's Day is not it, but it is the end of women it is the end of cuffing season just so you guys know valentine's day is the end of cuffing season the next holiday that you guys are going to see come around is going to be saint patty's day all right where white folks get drunk all right and hoes be out there throwing up on the street corner that's it they ain't gonna be good and after that is spring break them hoes gonna be out there in the street oh man it's over man relation your relationship is over though do you guys know this you guys know the holiday calendar i'm here to teach you guys all right, it's the end of cuffing season. It's the official end. The girls make a big, big push to get the Valentine's Day. Once they don't have it, they just go back out. In these streets. Okay. Then, then it's uh, St. Patty's Day where they get drunk, throwing up all over the street. 
the ice starts to melt. Then it's spring break. Then it's hot girl summer. You know what I mean? Hot girl summer acting up. And then they still pushing themselves in their last summer vacation trip. Then fall starts coming around, creeping around. And then cuffing season's around the corner, right around holiday. Oh, I have a holiday party that I want you to go to. It's a Halloween. All right. You dress up as salt. I dress up as pepper. You know, just. It's the end of cuffing season. And it is the springtime. We need to start fertilizing some eggs, except for me. All right. Uh, let's get into the. Wait, let's see if there's any earlier contributors to the day show. Shout out to Leaf. Over on the super chat. Super on the super chat. Yes, the cycle continues, man. This is it. These girls, man, when the, when the sun comes, when they get rid of them boots and they get rid of them leggings and it starts to warm up, them girls ain't going to want to cuff. All your relationship problems are going to be over. All right? They be pushing you and pressing you and all these things. Nah, man. Cuffing season is done. Spring break round the corner. They already making plans to go to spring break and get throttled by Renarasta. They out here going to get throttled by the dude in Spain and Barcelona. Okay. They're already ready to go out there. They already out there in them streets. All right. Shout out to my man. Who is this in here? We're going to call you. We're going to call you. Jay Sean says 304 stay moving the goalposts to justify their BS. And if you haven't noticed, if you don't know, now you know. All right. If you don't know how you know, they move the goalposts. The goalposts is always going to move. And we got some great stories to cover that. XL Pro Services says so. Salute to the coach gang. All right. Appreciate you over there, XL. Who do we got here? Okay. Somebody got paid by CGA. Shout out to you, brother. Go get your bag. Go get your bag out there. All right. And let me check uh, Venmo. Uh, Macaroni Tony. Okay. We got a couple of people on Venmo. Who is this? We got no government name. He says, now I only focus on my path. He says, even if I met friends out, I stay engaged with them instead of the ladies, and it drives ladies crazy. Yeah. He says, at a Super Bowl party, a cute 25-year-old was on me like a lost puppy as I stayed locked onto the game. Thanks, coach. Yeah, man. You know, a lot of people don't think that's a good strategy. You know what I mean? You got to be in their ear, bend in their ear. But, um, yeah, man, I, I, I'm I, like, look, man, y'all, ladies, if y'all want to get on, man, get in line. <laughs> Just like, get in line. And you better be auditioning. You better be out there asses wiggling and titties jiggling. Get out there. Dance. Dance, I said. Mm. <laughs> All right. The girl's like, I ain't dancing for nobody. He's he going to have to prove himself to me. I'll be like, shit. All right. I need some new sound effects. Shout out to my man, Mr. Palmer. He got the shit. All right. Shout out to no government name coach. Did you hear about the train derailment in Ohio? Also learned that there was a train derailment somewhere in Texas. Somewhere in Texas, I think, today, man. Hmm. He says, apparently, gallons gallons of toxic chemicals have been leaked downstream across the U.S., and they said that the animals are dropping dead in the area, and the you-know-who is trying to new, 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 new world cover it up from preventing a panic. Oh, what an interesting time we live in. I'm just going to say, man, it is that time. By the way, did you see that thing? I think World Star, somebody had it with the black farmer. All right, they said his animals are just dropping dead. You know what I mean? Like, you know, everybody, people are trying to make it a racial issue. I don't know, man. You know what I mean? I, it could be. But um, I don't trust, man, what's going on, man. They want you out here, ninjas out here, struggling. They want y'all out here struggling. You know what I mean? This is biblical. I hate to scare you. I'm not trying to put fear on you, man. But look, they out here acting up, man. They sabotaging everything, bro. 
they out here seven times, seven times. And that brother was out there. He had a lot of land, and his animals were sitting up there with rigor mortis, tilt, tilted over, killing all his little animals. Now he can't, what? I mean, you know what I mean? When you are when you got a crime, you know, you reap what you sow. When you raising animals and raising and, 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 and uh, you know what I mean, farming, right. you got to. You can't just be like, all right, I'll get a new cow. Whew. Oddly enough, there was a balloon flying over his house, allegedly. I'm just saying allegedly. New, 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 new world order. But um, we're living in some interesting times. I, I'm just going to tell you, somebody says, time to eat crickets. <laughs> all right, look, I'm going to just let y'all know. This the last time our country faced this was the intro from the agrarian society namely the peculiar institution known as slavery, going into the Industrial Revolution. Significant shift, and some of the people who made this made this uh, shift were part of the American families, the 13 or 14 American tribes. And they took a stronghold, and it, and it actually allowed the North to ascend ahead of the South in being uh, basically having the cash cow industry. You know, we no longer depended on wheat. I mean, we depend on wheat. Wheat is one of the things we trade. But, you know, the dependency went away and we became industrial. Right? That was in what? What years? 1870s going into the 1900s, right? Big time. Big economic shift in our country. And a lot of the people got filthy, rotten, rich off of the shift. This is the second one right here. This is the second one. Or not the second one. This is the next one. Big, big shift which is going to allow a lot of things to prevail and a lot of things to fail. You better get on your, you better get on your P's and Q's. You know why I know this? I'm going to just show you this right here. I'm going to get to some super chats. You know why I know this? People be like, man, what are you talking about? Because a lot of you normies don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, this is the third one, if you will. A lot of you guys don't realize what's going on i'm, I'm gonna show you let me let me play this for you you know why i know this you know what i mean because you're like coach how do you think of this stuff well i'm gonna tell you right now um someone shared this with me and i'm gonna go ahead and share it with you brothers here uh let's see here let me share the screen uh i myself too am an evil dictator you know what i mean i i know how to take control of ish so let's go ahead and show you what would happen if i actually took over the reins of the united states of america here uh, we're going to go ahead and show you that this is going to represent me here, this brother right here. If I became president, I'd probably be doing some of this evil shit to y'all, too, because, you know. reason become the president of this country. You are all, all in, in trouble. All smooth yourself into that. Because everything changes upside down. What you knew, is it will no longer apply. This country, we're not here to entertain people's emotions. We are here to do the right thing. Yeah, I would have y'all ass on some Thanos-ish, too, because y'all would fall you for it. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah, my man, that, that's how serious I would be, too, man. Yeah, because, you know, we need y'all. We need y'all to start acting right. You know what I mean? Hey, reason become the reason become the president of this country. You are all, all in, in trouble. All uh -oh. screw yourself into that. Oh, Lord. Because everything changes upside down. Oh, what you knew. It will no longer apply. This country got us straight so we're not here to entertain people's emotions. Oh, my man, serious, man. Hey, look, I would do the same thing, too. I would come in with my military garb, too. I would come in with my military garb on, too. You know what I mean? Like Fidel Castro. You know what I mean? I would come in there with my military hat on, too. <laughs> 
everybody going down, including you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. Y'all don't want me in the power like that. <laughs> My man. On, yep. I had all of it. I would have studied all of it. Insignias. Goose. It, it would just be a disaster. You know what I mean? General Kochi, I mean, out here, this would be a disaster. I had a beret on. You know how the dudes be having a beret on and they be cocked sideways like Saddam Hussein. And he came in there and he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> everybody, get your ass up. Get your push-ups, everybody. Y'all got all these big women around here. Get them big thighs all up in my back cavern out there. Get your big ass. Get, you, get, get down. Drop up downs. Your ass up downs. Let's go. <laughs> it would be bad news. So I get why they are doing it on you because you guys are normies. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, I would be bad for the I would be, you know what I mean? But I'm warning you. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Macaroni Tony says you set them topics up earlier before. Wait, I'm sorry. He says you set them topics up earlier, better than form and set up more with that slow ass, deliberate ass, but powerful right hand. Yes, more Michael Moore saw that coming. But yeah, brother, I, you know, they just flow so easily. But that being said. Everybody knows Albert Wesker's in the building. He says modern XX is cheap more than the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, come on, man. Not even. Not even, brothers. Not the Raiders. Oh, the humanity. Like, we cheat ourselves out of games. I mean, I don't think we can do any good cheating there. All right. Let's get into the second topic already. Boyce Watkins. Shout out to Boyce Watkins. I know you watch me, brother. Don't, don't act like you don't know me. Afis tried that, and that didn't end too well. I've been on YouTube for quite a long time. I be getting mad views. I get more views than these dudes. And they be like, who? Coach Greg Adams? Never heard of him. You know what I mean? They be trying to act like they ain't never heard of me. Bro, I'm all over YouTube. I'm saturated. Look at me, bro. They be like, who? Yeah, I never heard of that guy. Who? Who is he? Who? Coach Kevin Samuels? I know, no. <laughs> Let's look at what Boyce Watkins is pushing you guys. He does not want you to be at the junior college all right shout out to boyce watkins in this instagram page someone suggested it that we we go to your instagram page and see what you're trying to push on to the boys everybody knows boyce watkins married his high school sweetheart or his college sweetheart you know he mentioned starbursts and skittles it was kind of awkward they were like in a train station in new jersey or something like that he had like a hat on you know one of them goofy runners hat he had like a fanny pack on in a polo shirt, the collar was all turned inside out. He had turnover shoes, you know what I mean? She was looking at him, oh, boys. Remember that shit? Love always wins, yes. It was something like that. Well, he wants you to go down his path. He wants you to marry up all these straggledaggles, meaning the women that hadn't had their fun and they're ready to settle down. And so I think on this Instagram post, and shout out to boys, he is now saying right here, it says grown women are better for peace. Grown women are better for peace. Oh, I don't know, sir. Boys, this might be a reach. He says, once you cross 40, you just want peace. Now, I, that I can agree with. That, sir, I can agree with. But grown women are better for peace? Are you sick, bruh? Let me give you this, boys. You know what I mean, boys? You know, I know you were into the black thing and all, so let me go on and hit you with Martin Luther Lee right now. I'm just going to look at you with just like this, brothers. 
by the way, there might be live footage as to how it's going. You know, I know people want to know. And I wasn't critical of his marriage. I just sat off to the sideline. I might have did a stream or two, but I wasn't as critical as, say, Minister Jap. Minister Jap had a lot more to say. And I know Minister Jap got Boyce's attention because Boyce was checking in on Minister Jap. So I know you know who I am. But I do have live footage on potentially how the bedroom could look at the Watkins house. And I'll give you an indicator right here. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Oh, man, damn, you know, we know how marriage goes, and that's easily how a marriage can go. Bedroom get cold in these streets, and she knows you could be out there smashing Juco girls, but then she sees you kind of looking like this. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now, and he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Yeah, man, I know, man. You know what I mean? So, you know, let's go ahead and check in what he's talking about here. Uh, he's saying 40-year-old women are peace. 40, uh, well, no, he says grown women are better for your peace. Who agrees with that, bro? That cannot be, bro. Th this is further for the truth. So now he's saying this is when you're 43 and you date a 23-year-old. So this man is at the junior college, but he's going to say what it's like to date a 23-year-old. Let's go ahead and roll it. Yeah, I'm not buying this one. I'm not buying this one. This seems to be a little bit of a cope. I understand my junior college chicks don't do this, and I don't date straggle-daggle uh, junior college chicks, so maybe that's it. Because, yes, they are full of piss and vinegar, you know what I mean, or bitter and vigor. So maybe you might be right somewhere around Philadelphia, New Jersey, or wherever these pro-blacks be from. So I get it, yes. Uh, sometimes, yes, they could act reckless, and you know what I mean? It could be bad for them, but... I don't agree, Mr. Watkins, and maybe we can have a healthy debate sometimes without the slander. There's no need for slander um, and all of that, but maybe maybe we can do that. All right, shout out to the nasty boys coming in with the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. All right, shout out to the nasty boys, guys. We have your heaven coming up. Nasty boys, buckle up your seatbelt. We have a wonderful place that you can go and take your passport. If you wanted to know, gentlemen, and this is 
Close your eyes if you don't want to see things that you might not want to see or forget if you're not a nasty boy. But shout out to the nasty boys. We have the best place for you to go. And here it is. It says right here to the motherland. All right, Cape Town. And here y'all go. Let's go ahead and roll the film right here. Viewer discretion is advised. All right, hold up. All the humanity. I got to turn the volume. All the humanity. All right, turn the volume down. What is going... What in the... What? All the humanity. Oh, no. What are we doing? What are we doing out here? Whoa, my goodness. The Fupa prick going crazy. My gosh. What are we doing? My Lord. This brother's out here starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. This brother's out here ready to go out here. Lord, have mercy. We must stay focused, brothers. We must stay focused. My goodness. Apparently... Down in Cape Town, my, 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 man, Lord. All the humanity. Brothers, hey, wipe the corner of your mouth. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, wipe the corner of your mouth. <laughs> so, hey, said, run it back. All right, we're going to run it back just real quick because for the starving brothers. Yeah, that brother's starving. You know the starving brothers ready to get there where the brother, where the sister K wipe. Oh, my goodness. Look, look, look. What are we doing? Woo! My God! Woo! Whoa! My goodness! Oh, the humanity! Oh my God! My gosh! That is unbelievable! Wow! Who let the dogs out? Wowzers! Wowzers! And by the way, it's running on my back. My gosh! That is just unbelievable. Y'all can't see it. I can still see it running back. Hold on for a second. Let me take a quick break real quick. No, just joking. No, because whoo, that sister got a good man almighty. Hold the humanity. It's just terrible out here, out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Shout out to the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. Woo. Watch out. They got some biggins. And speaking of biggins, we're going to show you how biggins be pulling up to brothers like me. They love, for some reason, big girls love, you know, little short dudes. You know what I mean? They be pulling up on you. You got a little muscle, and they have no shame in their game. They'll have a whole rib sticking out their damn mouth, and they'll be just, just sucking on the rib, talking about what they'll do to you. Here it is. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good. Okay, where your mind at? Back east. Back east. Yeah. Oh, well, when you talk to her, can you tell her I said thank you? For what? For having you. Look at her. Look at her face. Look, <laughs> look at that face. All right. That's what happened when I pull up. Yeah, that's Brian Pumper. That's Brian Pumper. Hey, that's what happened. And this ain't a scene that he probably endorsed. He probably was just going to shopping. And this ain't the beginning scenes. Hey, check this out. This is how they be running game on y'all, brothers. And look at how she looking. She's serious with that mustache on her lip. You know what I mean? This is how they run up on you when they working behind that desk at the DMV. And you just trying to check out. You just trying to get your paperwork. You've been there for three hours. And then you deal with the mastodon at the end. The, 
the final boss, the final boss. You deal with the final boss of paperwork, and she like, oh, you kind of handsome, little chocolate piece there. And I'll be like, oh my god, are you serious? Oh, you looking for a lady? I am looking for a lady. Oh my god. Oh, the humanity. I'm trying to get my paperwork out of here. Hey, can you give me an extra personalized license plate? That's how they be looking at you, boy. They will let you. <laughs> they will be like, I'll let you come in up in here and examine all of this. And it smell like the funk of 40,000 years. You wish you didn't. You wish you didn't. Shout out to Mo one player right here. Play a player from the Himalayas. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell her thank you because when she had you, we was able to be able to see something fine going around. Get a lady some good, you know, candy eye. Candy eye. Thank you very much. God bless you. You too, baby. Ooh, look at her. Oh, boy. I'm glad. Dude, she could have turned that face real quick and he would have got a face full of mustache. Mm -hmm. So that could have been all bad, brothers, man. Big girls be out here. They got no shame. They got nothing to lose. You know what I mean? Even when they out here. With 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 followers on the gram, they still can get out there and they be out there getting it. Somebody said they love fit dudes. They love fit dudes. And ladies, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, if you're a not big woman or you're a medium-sized woman and or an attractive woman, I'm going to tell you this one secret. I'm going to tell you this one secret. A lot of these, you know, you're wondering why dudes ain't scheduling dates with you and you can't get a dude. You know why? Big girls. Uh, this is something we don't want to talk talk about. Big girls, big girls taking your man. They taking they taking dudes. They and they dropping it. No questions asked. They roll they roll up right up on you. Hey, um, you want some tonight? Come on and get it. And so you like sitting there like, oh, I can uh I can go to this hot girl that I met and run game on her and and do all of these things, or I can throw a little flower between this woman's legs and look for the wet spot. You know what I mean? You like It's kind of like, what's the easiest thing to do? I'll take the easy layup. And dudes go over there, beat that up, get a couple of roars, roar, get a nasty nut, go back home chilling. You know when you get, when you get that nasty nut, when you get that nut, you just be chilling. You can't tell you nothing. You like, you already done hit. You like, oh, they looking up everything. You up there hitting. And then a girl called you up. Hey, um, I'm thinking of going out to a concert. You want me to go? You want to go with me? You'd be like, nope. <laughs> what? Uh, you know, I'm looking to go to a great restaurant. Uh, is is there a chance you want to take me? Nope. You already done cleaned out the pipes. <laughs> you already done cleaned out the pipes. She like take you where? I'm sorry. Nope. What do you mean take you out? Nope. I'm thinking of going. I'm thinking of coming over, you know, if you want me to come over, do you want me to come over? Oh, you could come over. Yeah, but do you want me to come over? Yeah, cool. Just come over. No, no, no. I mean, do you want, man, click, man, click, get off my damn phone. <laughs> All right, you didn't already bust it. Roar, you like, man, little bitch, you can come over, but you better come over quick because I'm going to be in a minute. Trying to jump through no hoops and hurdles, man. Look, this big girl done already cleaned me out. I got no energy left. She's at me. <laughs> and she done done the nastiest things to me already. So I'm already looking at you going, she's going to come over and look at it. Okay, I normally don't do this on the first date. 
I mean, I don't have a gag reef. I'm a little bit. You're going to leave me sore. Ooch, ooch, ooch. You're like, would you go home? Get out. Nope. Get out. Pretty girls don't want to get all messy. Oh, I just got my hair. Can I wrap my scarf up? I want to put my scarf. I just slicked down my hair. Would you? Get out. Get out. <laughs> the big girl done cleaned out everything, licked you up and down until you said stop. The other girl coming over, she all dry in between. Oh, I really don't know. Oh, I hope the neighbors don't see me. Oh, I wonder, could I get a couple of burgers at least? Get out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> she done wrapped her scarf. Oh, don't pull on my hair back here. It's a little tender back here. Oh, don't. Oh, you you doing too. Oh, can you finish? Can you hurry up? <laughs> Get out of my house. Anyway. All right. Let me check on some super chats just in case. So, by the way, pretty girls and girls who think they're pretty, y'all losing out to big girls. I'm just letting y'all know. And not, not for me, though. At least take me out. At least take me out. And can you give me a couple of $200? Then you calling up the girl from the DMB. Yeah, don't mess up my makeup. Oh, I just got my eyebrows waxed. Oh, my God, it's a little sensitive. Oh, my my booby implants are a little sensitive now. Oh, don't press too hard on my chest. <laughs> You're just like, this too much work, man. You boring. Oh, my God, a cramp in my leg. Don't push my leg back too far. You're folding me back too far. Yeah, after you finish, uh, do you know what, what are we now? Are we a couple? Are we a thing? I mean, we've had sex twice. So we must be in a relationship now. <laughs> Dude, pretty women are overrated, by the way. Pretty women be overrated as hell. But sometimes you need one. Where are we at? JC says it's Mastodon Monday, coach. He says it's Mastodon Monday. It is. We already proved that. Yes. <laughs> All right. JC says, I'm sorry. Chase says donation to run back the Cape Town video. Oh, man. Do y'all, are y'all starving that man? Brothers, hold up. Yeah, that brother's starving. Man, my man want to run it back. Nasty boys, it's you. Oh, that's nasty. All right. We run it back. We running it back. All right, hold on for a second. Let me see if I still got it. We got a donation. Brothers out here got the starving. Where we at? Is this it? That's not it. Hold on for a second. Let's run it back. Oh, oh there it is. Wait, nope, you didn't see it. <laughs> Brothers, watch your TV. If you don't want to run it back, here we go right here. Oh, man. Boy, I can hear the... Th <laughs> what in the... Wow. Wow. Whoa. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man. They done filmed it all the way. Woo. Mm. <laughs> oh, man. Nasty boys in the building. I see. I see the nasty boys. Oh, that's nasty. Where we at? All right. So we know who the nasty boys are. Where we at? It says Lee Smith bro gave Mammy a kiss, a cheek kiss to avoid Sapphire's wrath. He did. He was like, I bet guys, um, you better let these big down girl uh, girls down easily. You know what I mean? Don't laugh at them. If she do, she'll sit on you. <laughs> Somebody said, how was this achieved? Justified misogyny coach was cooking on locals this Sunday, cooking with that hot fish grease. 
Fizz Grease, Rational Rationalities has had to buy a F-250 to pick up all these Mastodons. Yes. All the humanity. Never let them get in the good truck. Never let them get in the good car. Tell them to step up and get up in this big truck. Get your big butt in this truck. All right, let me see if I can get in here. I'm going to get in here. Let me see if I can got some PayPal love, uh, potentially. Potentially not. All right. Uh, rest in peace to our boy, um, Plug 2 from De La Soul. De La Soul on a roll. Black Medallion, no gold. Man, shout out to him, man. My brother lost his life 52 years old. All right, where are we at here? El Jefe says, CGA, I said, happy Valentine's Day in the earlier super chat. Not happy birthday. Okay, my bad. Oh, you meant it. And he says, take me out with the, there's barbecue in there. It's barbecue in there. Where are we at? D. Will. He says, where were those humongous booty having black women asking for a friend? Cape Town, South Africa. And I don't know if there's a thing. I'm thinking maybe they must be filming something there. All right. Uh, maybe there's a Stacey Abram convention, maybe potentially a Derek Jackson convention. There's additional footage if you guys want to see the additional footage. Uh, somebody else, look, I think somebody has a thing for these women because somebody caught it from another angle. Uh, if you want to see it there, there's a, there's a, there's a Stacey Abrams convention going on there. Somebody caught it on Twitter from a different angle, and there it is. Hold up for a second. Uh, they seem to be having fun with it. I'm going to just let y'all know here. They're getting into a van, so I don't know if they're, wow, what in the, Oh, the humanity. What do we do? Man, let me stop, man. I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> Stacey Abrams convention. Maybe, I don't know, Derek Jackson convention, potentially. There might be a Derek Jackson convention there in South Africa, just so you want, want, want to know there. I don't even, I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine. I haven't been that nasty, okay? I've had some nasty days, but. That has not been one of them. All right. Are, are we doing black history already? This moment in black history, uh, as you guys know, I gave you a very, very big lesson in black history, right? Uh, talking about the sapphire. And somebody mentioned it today. And stereotypes in media and actors, Hollywood shuffle, a lot of actors wanting to get ahead. And they were willing to do, you know, um, they were willing to do things that would be probably seen in the vaudeville days or the chitlin circuit upholding stereotypes in order to get achievements. Now, nothing's changed. We're still doing this today, all right? We're still, we're still doing this today, and there's versions we can point to, and we can immediately say, if you know your history, you could say Lizzo is a mammy slash sapphire. That's all it is, and they put her out there front and center. They ain't putting Janae Iko up there. Let me get some goddamn pretty women out here, black women representing they always put just a big stereotype uh, version of black women out here and black men, right? Even the rappers and, you know, you go with the yin-yang twins. I mean, the yin-yang twins was essentially, was essentially vaudevillian, chitlin circuit, circuit racism at, at its peak stereotype. I mean, they did everything. Uh, who was that? Omarion was chewing down on watermelon. There's a ninja out here dancing for white people. MC Hammer dancing for popcorn chicken. I mean, this was just 20 years ago. We still have it today. People with the gold grill. I mean, it's pretty much what it is today. I ain't nothing but nothing changed. But let me just tell you this moment in black history today. We're going to show you ninjas 
shucking and jiving for malt liquor. Oh my goodness, man. I'm going to tell you, man, it is, it is a terrible time to be alive here in black history month. And since it's black history month, we going to show y'all ninjas right here. I'm going to play a little bit of the volume, turn it down just a little bit. And there's rerun. As you know, he was pop locking and drop it. Let's take a look here. Oh, oh. Get it. I mean, Jesus, look at the clothes. <laughs> Ninjas was starving out there, man. They was like, we got to eat. Yeah, that's brother starving. Yes, sir, brother. <laughs> we got to eat out here. Look at the clothes. My God, they got the lawn jockey outfit on. Jesus. Mm. Not the lawn jockey. Hold on for a second. Lawn jockey. <laughs> Black lawn jockey. Oh my goodness! Hold up for a second. Hold up for a second. Let's let's take this down, man. I mean, how racist, Jesus! I mean, ain't nothing changed but the date. Here it is, right here. <laughs> just the lawn jockey shit. Oh man, just is just the humanity, dude. And they call me a Uncle Tom out here. This is terrible, man. Y'all don't know y'all history. Y'all don't know y'all history at all, guys. Uh, some of these things y'all be going about back in the 1920s in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. Y'all have full racism right here and your mama and your daddy and your granny and you participated in it. Yes, you did. You participated in it. Yes, you did. And you was up there shucking and jiving and laughing and sniggling. All right. And not realizing it was just nothing but pure unadulterated racism. Let's get it here. Here it is right here. Look at this, bro. Oh, my God. Oh, please. Oh, no. Not the robot. Let's walk the liquor. Oh, hell no. No. Don't break it down. That's a breakdown. Oh. Do they look like they're in blackface? They look like they're in blackface to me, bro. Man, tan shit. <laughs> the brothers is so black. They put the white lips on them, bro. What are we doing? Oh, oh, oh not the bull. The bull coming. Hold up. Yeah, man. They, you know what up? They gotta eat, man. You know you gotta eat out here. Yeah, that brother's starving. Martin, he <laughs> give Martin Luther King. <laughs> Holy moly! And here's the thing. Here's the thing with it. You guys gonna find. In about 20 years, everything that's going on right now, the people who are famous now, you're going to look back like this. Hold on for a second. Let me go full screen. You're going to look back like, you know what I mean? Shuffling. And uh, they've been doing this even today. I, I would name names, but I don't. I feel like, I feel like, first of all, some of these people watch me. I know this for sure. All right. Some of these people, these modern day rappers, they watch me. But. You don't even have to go back now. Look at rappers that were like in the 1980s and 90s and look back. You'd be like, ooh, that didn't age well. Yeah, rappers. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Somebody said, call it out. 
<laughs> call it out. He said name names. Yeah. Yeah. See, this is why I don't buy the whole racism argument, right? And some of these dudes got paid. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Hold on for a second. We go, we go, we go pull it up. Let me pull it up for y'all. Let me, let me pull it up. I'm gonna get this. This, yes. <laughs> Look, Lil Wayne. Shout out to the brothers that's doing it. Lil Wayne, Lil John, the Yin Yang twin. They're dropping y'all asses for these people, man. <laughs> I'm just all right. It, it flavor flav. It, it do. It keeps just repeating itself. Uh, you know, a lot of them, a lot of the young ones today, a lot of the young ones, they know they have no reference, no frame of reference. So they come out here and they do it and they just, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. A lot of them just right down the damn sadness. Uh, here we go right here. Let's play this one. This stream probably coming down just so you know, already we hot and bothered already. Here we go. Uh, let's play it. Last night, Russ Beeler, owner of Lake Edna KFC, opened Hammer's eyes to new popcorn chicken. Delicious, crisp. The baby, the baby, definitely. Uh, little baby, definitely. Definitely. They're, they are stereotypical figures uh, that trace back. You can trace them back, especially with the um, step and fetch it, the slow language, the slow speaking. Oh, that's Southern style. You don't get it. No, 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 no. Speed bite-sized morsels, a whole new way to enjoy the colonel's chicken. The problem was, no one could get him to go on until the last piece was gone. New KFC popcorn chicken. Treat yourself for $1.99, the band just $5.99 in Lake Edna or your neck of the woods. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean? Like Paul Mooney called it out. Dancing for chicken. You know what I mean? Paul Mooney, shout out to the great Paul Mooney. You know what I mean? Listen, listen. Everybody's enjoys fried chicken. <laughs> Everybody enjoys fried chicken, chicken. But you know, there might be some things I would put off limits. You know what I mean? Like Paul Mooney said, if somebody asked me to dance for chicken, I might stab somebody. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, it's what it is. Shout out to the Black History Month. I'm giving y'all, I'm giving y'all Black History Month here. I just can't dance for chicken. <laughs> uh, let me see here. Let me see. <laughs> I got one more. Yeah, this stream they, they ain't gonna let they ain't gonna let it they ain't gonna let it go through because I got too many copyrights on this one. Uh, but these y'all's people, man. These y'all's people. Was football playing? That's the rumor. You good at anything else? Depends. How about a Popeye's commercial? Can you do that? Pretty sure. All right. Read that script. Hold on. This ain't the one. <laughs> this ain't the one. We gonna show y'all real quick. Where are we at? Where's the, where's the, oh, here it is right here. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm setting it up. I'm getting it good for y'all. Hold up. Let me see. Is this it? I think this is it. Now, we all know football is better with Popeyes, right, Annie? That's right, Mike. What if I told you there's an even better way to enjoy your favorite game time snack? They're called Wingovations. Wingovations. Products that help enhance your football watching, wing eating experience. Now, I don't know about you, Annie, but football legend and wing aficionado Jerry Rice and I like to eat classic Cajun wings and play catch at the same time. So we made the Taste Mask. 
360 degrees of pure wing rotation for hands-free wing eating. Huh? Looking for easy. Oh, not the mammy, huh? Not this right here either. Not the facial expressions. Oh, man, wait on, hold on for a second. Hold on. Is that a face mask for chicken? Is this a taste mask? The face mask for chicken, y'all. Hey, man, I don't want to hear shit <laughs> about nobody being no no sellout. Into, not the mammy. Didn't they put the mammy in there? Hold up. Not the mammy. Hold up. This is real, man. Hold up. There's the mammy. Oh, man. They should have just ran this commercial and they would have been good and they should have just put chicken at the end. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man. What you going to do? Look out, boys. It's coming through. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Well, you know what I mean? Listen. This moment in black history, we we, we just got to figure out. We got to figure out where we've gone and where we've come from, what we celebrate. I don't want to hear it, man. Y'all y'all doing full-on minstrel shows at this point. <laughs> but do your history. Do your At least I know my history. Somebody said Mary J. Blige, you know? It's out here. It's outrageous. It's outrageous at this particular point. I mean, I'm waiting for Chicka George to come out during the Rihanna show. You see her smelling herself? Rihanna came out and smelled herself. Now, I know Michael Jackson, he did the whole grabbing the nuts thing. Yeah, that was passe. Janet Jackson had her titty out. Rihanna smelled herself. She did like this between her legs and smelled it. Did you see it? Who said, Who didn't see it? I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you. Somebody said the Mary J. Blige chicken one. Mary J. Blige had a chicken one too. Yep, Mary J. Blige had a chicken Man, you know what I mean? You got to get your paydays. Somebody says it was a smelling. It was tasted. She tasted her finger. Hold on for a second. Mary J. Blige chicken commercial. Oh, they got them lined up. They lining their ass up. Hold on for a second. Oh, I probably can't play me. Hold on. Oh, my Lord, have mercy. <laughs> oh, the humanity. All right, hold on for a second. You know what I mean? You got to get your paydays out here, ninjas. You got to get your paydays. Hold on for a second. Let's let's play it. Crispy chicken. Not crispy chicken. Did she say crispy chicken? She did. Crispy chicken. First that is. Oh, the humanity. Wait, crispy chicken. Wait, wait. <laughs> oh. y'all don't know, man. Somebody says it's a commercial fair use. I'm trying not to get it, man. She's singing for chicken ninjas. And this ain't 1986. This ain't 1946. They was like, who can we get to do the chicken commercial? Hold up. Hold up. Look at the way. <laughs> How much wider can you get this, man? There it is. Hold up. Mary. Crispy chicken wraps. What's in the new chicken snack? What's in the new chicken wraps? What's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new chicken wraps? Mary? Crispy chicken. Man, how do y'all... Look, I got a question. I got a question. I got a question. How do you be like... Hey, you know what I mean? Like, Carl's Jr. What is this shit? 
what what restaurant is this? Burger King. Hey, hey, we got a deal for you, Burger King. Uh, what they want me to do? Uh, they hit you some lyrics. Oh, uh, let me see the lyrics. And it's crispy chicken. I would immediately be like, how is this going to go over? You know what I mean? Like, how is this going to go over for the people here? They're going to immediately call me Uncle Tom. But she like this. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Then you crispy chicken. Crispy chicken. Wow. Listen, and this isn't even a half. This isn't even a half. Just line up the rappers and I could just pluck them right out. Yep, them two. Them two. It's a it's a minstrel show out here. Mantan is alive and well. Somebody says you banned in the inner city. Oh man. Hey, I wasn't the one singing for chicken. I was not the one singing for chicken. That's them. But uh, I don't know what to tell you guys, man. This is crazy. But y'all didn't know this either. I bet y'all didn't know it either. Y'all didn't know it. It just went right by you and you forgot. And then y'all started talking about Tulsa, Oklahoma. You still talking about the Tuskegee Institute or the Tuskegee experiment and uh, Black Wall Street. You still talking about the stuff back there. Single mother was a crack error. Who was the worst chicken? Somebody said part of the deal was free chicken for life. I did not want no. I don't want none. Crazy. Malt liquor and chicken. Like how much more cereal? I don't know, man. We got to be careful out here what we're doing with our imagery. Getting back to the show. There's an OnlyFans girl that is de being denied entry into the United States because of her job. This is alleged. Here's a woman. Says if you're a non-American citizen that's doing Fansly or OF work and trying to get into the United States, good luck. You will be permanently denied. They refuse my visa because I am a prostitute. Uh-oh. And it says right here. <laughs> what? She got banned for what? Immoral content? Let me see if I can get in there. 2D. Embassy of the United States. This girl can't come in because she out here dropping neck. What's what's next? They try to keep the skizzers. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. So this woman allegedly, I don't know if she's, I don't know if, I, I don't know if she's, let me see if I can blow it up. Because it, it's kind of incomplete. I don't know what it is. But this woman's probably using it as some sort of marketing. But they banning 304s from coming in. This is absolutely reprehensible behavior. Let them in. They got a job to do. All right, last one, and I'm going to check on to contributions, and we're going to get on with the show. This is one of the reasons why I told you guys earlier, I will not, not let women drive me, not even in Ubers, not even in Ubers. And so uh, here's the clip here. And this looks like a driving instructor. I can't tell you what the relationship is, but this is a young lady behind the wheel. And let's go ahead and play it. Listen up for the cues here. And she's probably trying to enter traffic. And move off when you're ready.
it going on, man. Come on, we're not getting beer neutral, Chief. All right, we in first beer. Let's go. Hit that bitch. Okay, uh, is your the car still off? Oh. oh, man. She didn't turn the car on. Oh, my goodness. Sister, you man, on oh, my mind. You knew she was going to crash the car as soon as she got into that damn, uh, she got into oncoming traffic. I'm glad she didn't turn the car off. <laughs> you need the car off, but I'll give her a break. If this is a driving test, this man already didn't, he don't even have his clipboard out. He like, you failed. You failed. <laughs> Goodness. Hey sister, man, come on, man. We got to do better than that, man. Turn the car on. I refuse to ride. I refuse to ride with them, man. No, I'm driving. Get out. I think this is a driving test. We've all been there. So you failed the test before you even got on out there, man. Damn. Okay, I will. I will always drive. That's part of the plan. I don't care if it's your car. You are never driving me. And then if we going on a road trip, I'll drive the whole trip. Hey, do you want me to pull over? No, mm -mm. I'm not letting you drive 80 miles an hour down the highway while I'm sleep because I ain't sleeping anyway with you driving. <laughs> You're like, you can get some rest. Uh -uh. I'm not putting my life into your hands. I'm not getting no rest. So I'm going to be up anyway. So might as well drive the bitch. <laughs> I do all the driving. Shout out to Newski says them big girls are not even a slow Tuesday. I bet they have a phone full of brothers messaging them, though. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. They do. Because, guys, I know as much as we was talking about them sisters with them big old legs, they got DMs full of ninjas ready to go push it. All right, we got uh, no government name. Was Mary trying to make palimony? Mary J. Blige ordered to pay palimony uh, her ex-husband, which his name is Martin Kendu Isaacs, $30,000 a month in temporary spousal support between 2016 and 2017. She had to go on tour to make the money to pay the alimony, and that could be what it was. All right, so let me look up the year. Let me look up the year. Mary J. Blige. Marriage will mess your finances up. Hey, chicken commercial year. Let me see what the year was. Um, the chicken commercials from 2012. So, no, it was not. It was from 2012. So, it was before. Oh, and it looks like Mary J. Blige. <laughs> wait a minute. Hold up. Mary J. Blige, she tried to play. She tried to blame Jermaine. It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. Look, I don't know what it says right here. Mary J. Blige blasts Burger King over racist commercial she stars in. Mm. Mary J. Blige has spoken out against her commercial that was pulled by Burger King from YouTube yesterday, and she is throwing the brand under the bus. Boy, you talk about no accountability. It is all You sung the song, Crispy Chicken. Am I tripping? Bly said the commercial is totally different from the concept she was presented when she signed on to be on the fast food chain's uh, spokesperson people in this new campaign. No, 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 no,
there's no way you sued. Wait, she said, I agreed to be part. I, I agreed to be a part of a fun, creative campaign that was supposed to feature a dream sequence. Unfortunately, that's not what was happening in the clip. So I understand my fans being upset by what they saw. But if you're a Mary fan, you know, you have to know, I would have never allowed an unfinished spot like that. One, you saw to get out. Burger King pulled Blige's spot from his YouTube page yesterday, citing a music license issue, which I'm going to face as well. But today, the company has changed its tune, seeming to concede to Blige. Well, at least Burger King conceded to, to the point uh, that the spot wasn't finished. Not that the concept was changed. All right, look, video unavailable. Maybe there's a different version that they put out there. Mary, Mary, why you bugging? I can do some shuffling, too. Look out, man, what you going to do? Look out, boys, it's coming through. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Yeah, man, you know, it's weird. Uh, if you guys do your research on entertainment like this, you will see that we have not ventured very far off from the old days of racial stereotypes in entertainment. It's dude, we're we're marching right in step. And when you bring it up, people get mad at you. Like, don't get mad at me. We're doing the exact same thing. I studied it. I kind of see what's happening here. The big black woman is the mammy. All right. Name, name a name of star. They're always kind of pushing that big black woman and it makes white folks comfortable. <laughs> you know, the, oh. Ring wing stop with Rick Ross. It's kind of like, oh, Rick Ross, you're biting in chicken. You're like, no, we can't be doing this shit. Well, he an entrepreneur. He owns a franchise. Does he own the whole thing? This cannot be good, bro. <laughs> For a second. What's his name? Rick Ross. Commercial. He got the chicken sandwich, too. Hold on for a second. Hold up. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, man. Hey, we got to embrace the chicken. We take the, it's like the N-word. We take the power back. It's like the, it, it's like the N-word. We take the power back from it. Oh, somebody got no sound. I don't think y'all want no sound on it. I don't think y'all want no sound on it. This he, he just talking about eating 12 chicken sandwiches at once. You know how it goes. And I'm the first person ever that tried all 12 at one time. Let's go. Me looking at the beautiful texture. I know this doesn't call it Parmesan. And we finna try this right now. It's the biggest boss in the game. Rick Ross. Okay, right now, what's going on in my mind? There's a celebration. Garlic Parmesan, stay tuned. But guess what? I'm going directly to the lemon pepper. Guys, you know how my loyalty has been with lemon pepper? It'll never change. But it's only fair. We get all 12 flavors that same opportunity. Let's go. <laughs> Yo. Hey, they look good though. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Lemon pepper chicken sandwich. That sounds kind of good. <laughs> anyway.
People are going to be mad at me on this one. But, hey, I didn't make the commercials. I didn't make the Y'all acting like I made the commercials. Come on, man. But shout out to them. I'm, I'm going to stop at Wingstop and go get me a heart attack. I mean, go get me a lemon pepper. Mm. <laughs> Kalen Ferguson. How's it going, coach? I was just thinking about Patrick Mahone, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And they won the Super Bowl last night. Brittany Mahomes should be thankful she's hypergamous. MVP, like, um, I think she's a, I think you mean she has a, a hypergamous MVP like Savannah James and Aisha Curry. All she needs to do now is shut the hell up. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. That ain't going to happen. Who thinks this is, I just have to ask you. You know what I mean? Who think, who's not, who's like, chicken coach, no big deal, right? As long as they're getting the bag, right? Who thinks that? Who thinks that as long as they're getting the bag, it's fine. I know a lot of people thinking that right now. You just aren't saying it. You're saying, coach, man, no harm, no foul. We should be over stereotypes. Like I saw Jewish people eating matzo balls right over here. I saw Mexican people pumping out tacos. Some people think it's fine. It's like, Take the money. Take the money. Okay. I'm going to just let you all know. If you say that, Everything that has happened in the past, racism, it, people got paid. You can't, you can't tell me it was racism if people got paid. Right? Step and Fetch, he got paid. He got paid. They got paid. All right? Everybody got paid. All the people. Now they got paid in peanuts. <laughs> you know what I mean? They got paid in peanuts. Like the one, the one woman in Illinois stole all that chicken, $1.5 million in chicken wings. So everybody got paid. All the racist, all the racist stereotypes that people did previous to this, they got paid too. We letting that slide? Yes, you have to let it slide if you think no harm, no foul. You got to let it slide. You can't then go back and say it was racist back in the day because all them guys got paid. The mammy, the mammy on Tom and Jerry got paid. The mammy that was on uh, 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 going with the win got paid. So everybody got paid. So no racism. Get the bag. All right. That's what it's about. If you want to say it's no harm, no foul, you also have to say, yeah. Look, go get your check. Go get your check. But don't let don't. Hey, we only have volunteers. There's no victims. That includes women, and that includes everybody else. There's only volunteers, no victims. Shout out to Macaroni Tony. Look up the history, and it's a lot of whips and chains. Turn to, uh, he says, turn to turn the TV to BNT, and it's still whips, cars, and chains, jewelry. Wow. It's still whips and chains. Oh, no. Macaroni Tony, are you using the wordplay here? There are some people that will say there's no coincidences when language is used. There's no coincidences. I know it's slang, but I just listened to a video about coincidental languages. There's no coincidences when it comes to language. So he said, look up history. It's a lot of whips and chains. Turn the TV to BNT and it still whips cars and chains jewelry, right? When rappers say my chains, my chains. All right. Somebody, I was listening to a video of Lil Baby. I think it was Lil Baby. And he was talking about my chains and they trying to steal my chains. All right. If you think of that shit, I never even thought of that. If you think of that, 
that's on point. That's a that's a subliminal language where the language to me, I I believe so. There's no coincidence when you see language. Words have power. So when you take a word and you twist it, they all have meaning. It's no coincidence. So I actually, wow. Snatching my chains. I like that macaroni, Tony. Two chains. That's deep as hell, bro. Yeah, brother's still talking about chains and happy to wear their chains. Oh, boy, we getting too deep. We getting too deep. The psychological conditioning is real. And there's more to that. There's, there's guys that do videos on that on YouTube and talk about the connection. Oh, you know one of my guys. I know a lot of people may not like him, but Dane Calloway kind of makes these connections as well. Sometimes I watch and I'll be listening like, come on, man. Y'all y'all stretching this shit out. <laughs> I'll be like, yeah. All right. I'll be like, y'all stretching it out. It don't mean all that. But yeah, sometimes it makes sense. There's no coincidences. All right, shout out to you. Thank you for sharing that. Let me check the Super Chats and we'll get back to the show. Um, we got uh, we got Lee Smith says, Rihanna did some shuffling too. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Get on out there and dance. Get your ass out there and dance. Oh, I'm pregnant. Get your ass out there. She was like, I was going to show you her smelling herself. Or did she taste it? Hey, Rihanna, there's some people that definitely will want to taste it. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah, Rihanna, Rihanna was tasting herself. I was like, oh, go ahead. Hey, listen, this is all for entertainment. You know what I mean? When they when they was out on the plantation, they would say, come on out there. We're going to have this girl out there perform right down there. Come on, Tick and Chicken George, come out there. And here she come right there. Mama say, Mama say, Mama Kusa. I can't play the volume. But there she is right there. She, oh, right there. Yep, she did it. She did it. Right to her lips. Oh, she took Oh, boy, man, I tell you, man. I did a look. Hey, man. <laughs> Jesus. Man, what a world we live in, man. What a world we freaking live in. We got our man. Uh, who is this in here? Oh, I got a whole bunch of super chats. We got uh, Age of Machines, Memphis Newborns. Oh, I was going to talk about this. Memphis Newborns have a 1,000% increase in syphilis cases. I saw this article. I'm, I don't know whether to report it. Memphis newborns have a 1,000% increase in syphilis cases. And these, he says, and these 304s winning? Man, hey, the Lord, hey, the, the more I live, the more closer I draw to God. <laughs> For real. Okay. Because a lot of people don't realize God will find a way. Nature will find a way to, to, to take down this mess. Nature will always find a way. Uh, you think you're just going to be out here being heathens in 304s and, and uh, 304 makers? Nah. And we did this, talked about this um, in yesterday's members live stream. I've been talking about this, and I'm going to actually do a story and, and show you. Because people are worried. They're like, oh, you know, you know, going to the junior college, I'm going to get an STD. Dude, regular normies are the ones carrying. I'm just regular normies are the ones carrying diseases. It is not the people that's working for a living. They ain't trying to carry no disease. It'd be the ones that be letting y'all slip in Roski. Somebody said, oh, it's not Memphis, by the way. It is Mississippi. It is Mississippi. Thank you, Dwayne. It was Mississippi. Mississippi newborns. Memphis, 
Memphis people are mad as hell. He's like, that's not us. Well, it's close enough. Mississippi is close to Memphis. So it's y'all too. Yes, it's you. Definitely. And that's you. Man, let me tell y'all something, man. The normies are the ones that got the STIs at great, great rates. It's crazy. JC says coach is disgusted with the slits commercial. <laughs> it was bad. Lee Smith, Rihanna did some shuffling too. Yo, Woot, shout out to you. Rational Rationality, Total 304, my home was Sesame Street and to pet my big bird. Oh, my goodness. JC's the entire movie, The Wiz, was Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson was shuffling. The Wiz with Michael Jackson. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people see, we don't want to take the enjoyment from the normies. They're never going to see it that way. No, it was a great theatrical program. It probably won a Grammy. And the girl that played the maid in, in, in the mammy in uh, Going with the Wind won an Academy Award. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Delta Fox says, I had a dentist ask if I ate a lot of chicken during the cleaning. He says, I'm black, but I'm Puerto Rican. He just assumed I ate chicken because I was black. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, like, why like, do you ask the white people, did I eat chicken? Are you trying to say something? Like, what, are you trying to say something? Like, they be sneaking in the racism. Lee Smith says Rick, Rap, Rick Ross's new album, Chicken Bock Music. Shout out to Rick. They going to come after me, man. Hey, man, shout out to Rick Ross. I ain't say nothing. They're the ones. They're the ones that did it. Whereas my mind says, I need a 10-piece lemon pepper. Yeah, it does sound good. I love lemon pepper. Yeah, Halle Berry on Monster Ball. Like, I don't see how y'all don't see no racism. Like, I, I see racism completely different than y'all see it. And I think it's worse than when I see it. I'd be like, man, forget them. I'm like, dude, they be programming you to be ignorant. I see it completely different than a lot of black folks. Because y'all be out there calling for racism and be right at home watching Empire. Right there watching it, front row and center. And it ain't nothing but a menstrual show. I'll be sitting up there like, y'all be watching it and on ball Twitter talking about it. I'll be like, y'all, I'm like, <laughs> right? You be up there front row and center. I can't watch it. Can't wait till Empire come on. Just watching them shuffle, watching Cookie shuffle the whole show. Two ninjas kissing each other. Man, I'm like, bro, what are we doing? <laughs> celebrating it pushing it pushing the ratings up what are we doing man hey look i can't tell y'all i'm like i ain't and i tell people i don't even watch it i'm like i don't watch it why i think it's a minstrel show what are you talking about what you talking about willis that ain't no minstrel show that's great entertainment willis i'm like it's kind of reprehensible in my mind look at the stereotypes they're pushing out there you want to push this out don't you fight for where's black lives matter on this no, it ain't what you talking about. That's good black show. I did you show me. Yeah, boy. It's a menstrual show. <laughs> I say it is. I steer clear from all of that goofiness. Here we go. Let's get back to the show. They'd be like, stick to talking about women, coach. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where we at? Uh, let me see right here. What are we talking about? Yeah, okay, okay. Uh, wife gets humbled by the Bible. Wife gets humbled by the Bible. All right, let's let's put this on right here. Here's a wife, a humble, God-fearing wife. 
and she white. All right. So here it is right here. It says right here, when you're fighting with your husband and the Holy Spirit reminds you that it is you who is the problem. And that's you. It is you that's the problem. Interesting. Let's go over to the suburbs of Fort Worth in Lubbock, Texas. Here we go. Oh, I didn't get the volume here. Fighting with your husband and the Holy Spirit reminds you that you're the problem. It is better to live alone in the corner of an attic than with a contentious wife in a lovely home. A nagging wife is as annoying as the constant dripping on a rainy day. Trying to stop her complaints is like trying to stop the wind or hold something with greased hands. When you've been fighting with your husband and the Holy Spirit reminds you that you... All right. Uh, there it is. The Bible coming in, checking in. The Bible is the original red pill. <laughs> the Bible is the original red pill. It is has so much wisdom. And it tells you and instructs you that, again... We talk about racism. We talk about some of the things that we have seen in our society that the Bible and the Lord has brought down significant wrath for. We fully participate in. As a matter of fact, there was something that happened. And um, I think it got called out. And they're like, they're like, people complain about when men stand up for themselves and masculinity. And they'll call it toxic. And then they'll let all of this stuff that the Bible disagrees with, disavows, disown, and rebukes in the name of the Lord. And they'll let that shit fly around here. We are in end times. It's crazy. It's crazy because the virtue signaling, virtue signaling outweighs what's right. So it's better to be seen as supporting something, even though you might not know it's right by the Bible, but it'll be right there. This wife read from the scriptures, the Holy Scripture, that validated that it is indeed her that is the problem and that he, the husband, should seek solution and refuge from her wrath. Right. Mm. Let's play it again. And I hate that that that's the voice here. As a matter of fact, I'm not going to play the volume. I'll read it for you because it's just too much for me. So she says she's arguing with her husband. And it says right here, um, we're going to get the scripture right here. The Holy Scripture. It is better to live alone in the corner of a house than with a contentious wife in a lovely home. Hold on for a second. It is better to live alone in the quarter of an attic than with a contentious wife in a lovely home, Proverbs 25 and 24. And I'm not even a Bible thumper. You guys know this. Hafiz, I'm not even a Bible thumper. I'm not. I'm not pushing the Lord on you and out here acting a heathen. I'm acting in the spirit of debauchery, okay? <laughs> Says right here, it, is, it says right here, good news from far away. Hold on for a second. That ain't it. A nagging wife is as annoying. This is from the Holy Scripture. As annoying. A nagging wife is as annoying as the constant drip on a rainy day. Try to stop her complaints. Trying to stop her complaints is like trying to stop the wind or hold something with greased hands. Lord have mercy. <laughs> And she went to property. I'm going to tell you what happened. She got convicted. And conviction is a big part of religion. She probably was dealing with something and nagging. And then she said, let me have a little bit of clarity and go to the scripture and find something that I can use against her husband. But you know what happened? The Holy Spirit spoke to her and she found 
she found those scriptures and it supported the husband's position and told him she should be in the spirit of the Proverbs 31 woman as opposed to what the husband's prescription is to do with a wife that nags, all right, with a wife that constantly complains. And trying to fix a wife that constantly complains is like trying to hold on to something with grease hands. I love it. Dude, the Bible is red pill, man. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to start reading the Bible. I'm going to start reading. I got to start reading this book. Hey, guys, let me tell you something. Once I start reading that Bible, y'all in trouble. Y'all think you hate you think you hated me now. Do not get me to start in reading the Bible because you already know I'm going to be pulling scriptures out. And I'm going to write the holy last Bible, the last book of the Bible, Adams 316. Adams chapter 1, Adams chapter 2, Adams chapter 3 and 16. Oh no, 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 no. I'm going to forget the junior college part. <laughs> because Adams 3.17 says participate with the junior college and lay hands and heal. So I must go out and lay hands on the junior college and heal these young women from that evil spirit. And they are in good hands. I will try to at least proper Adams 3.04. Adams 3.04 says... Heal the junior college, indeed. Rent has to be paid. Wait, wait a minute. Your rent's due, motherfucker. I have to, I have to lay hands and heal and pay some rent. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's in here. <laughs> I'm getting into this Bible, man. I think, dude, this thing is a good book. Good Lord. You know what? I'm going to start carrying that Bible around. Deacon Clapcheeks is going to be my name. <laughs> It's going to be Deacon Clapcheeks all over it again. I'll be like, yes, here we go here. Oh, man, this is going to be crazy. Y'all going to have a whole new CGA channel. I mean, my channel is going to be going, whoa, y'all going to be like, this dude's going crazy out here. He didn't start reading that Bible. And don't think I'm going to come out blue pill because I'm going to come out with the holy old school church, thunder and lightning, hellfire and brimstone. Hellfire and brimstone. That's what I'm looking for. If y'all see anything, I want to hear it. And God is love. It's going to be Adams 304 and Adams 316. Mm. And layeth hands. Ladies, the 52-point program is still going. I will layeth hands on you now. I will be laying hands on you. I said I was going to kick the tires around. But now, we're going to be laying hands. <laughs> Oh, man, see God Allah, yeah. It's going to be crazy, man. Oh, man, dude, I'm going to start reading the Bible. Matter of fact, I'm going on a plane ride here soon. I'm definitely going to be in there in that good book. All right, man, let's see. We got another skit over here. Let's go to this skit. Do you think this is fair or foul? Apparently, there's some men that are blowing the wigs off of... <laughs> They're blowing the wigs off of black women, I mean, predominantly black women's heads. Man, so it's a skit. Fair use. Uh, let's go ahead and play a couple of skits here. Let me see here. A couple of the scenes. There's a black woman right here. Here we go. This is so loud. Hold on for a second. I got to turn it down. All right. It was a hurricane. It's a skit. Hello. Oh, you're, you're 
What is this guy got on his head? What are we doing, man? Oh my god, Jesus. No comprendo, mi mexicano. Oh, it's a Mexican guy. He's no Mexican shit. You knock my motherfucking off. Why he gotta be Mexican? Wow. Why would you spray my wig off? That was the hurricane. Ain't no hurricane. You dickhead, dog. All right, man. Okay, she got. He got her. She seems irate and beside herself. I think they. It's a skit. I'm sorry. I, Look at that hair, man. I cannot stand wigs. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I cannot stand wigs. These things are disgusting. It's what I did, but uh, it's you my hundred dollars. You got to be kidding me. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me. What is wrong with you? What's wrong? You dropped my mother wig. I'm sorry. She said you dropped my wig. I don't think he dropped it. Uh, that's not a wig? Yes. What in public? That wasn't me. Yes, it was. That wasn't me. All right. You blew my wig off. All right. Let's go to the. Oh, no, man. What? Is, why? Man, almighty. Little Nas X is here. Like this? Oh, my God. This is so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> These wigs got to go, man. These wigs got to like go. This? Oh my god, this is, this is so embarrassing. Like, look at this. <laughs> oh. Hey, 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 hey! You just knocked my wig off. You're talking to me? Yes, I'm talking to you. Excuse me. You just blew my wig off. That wasn't me. Yes, the. Fuck. What are you talking about? You just blew my wig off. What no. the with you. What are you talking about? Your hair is red. Okay, and my wig is red. Oh, that's your wig? Yes. That, that came from what you. Bro, where's your manager? What's a white piece of what? white trash? Now, why is she being racist against him? I don't understand. Like, if this was a she's talking to him, white piece of trash. I mean, this is sad that 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 the racism had. Uh oh, oh my goodness, what are we doing? And I'm not a real worker. Oh, you asshole. <laughs> Yo. What? What the f my brother? That wasn't me, that was him. No, he wasn't. You the blue mouth. What are you talking about? Man, you better look here. Let me get that. Yo, what's going on? What is you doing? You gotta you, you're wasting my battery. You're wasting my battery. You're wasting my battery. Wasting my battery. What? How do I look? Oh man, dude, I tell you, man, this is bad news. This is bad condition. Y'all in bad shape out here, man. Sisters, y'all in bad shape. If all they takes is a strong win. And I'm not a real worker. Oh, you <laughs> Yo. What? What the f my Oh my man. Holy moly. Fair use, man. <laughs> What's wrong with these wigs? Oh, man, wigs got to go. I'm glad they're doing it because it's highlighting the fact that, you know what I mean, this is silly because when they blow the wig off, you see what's underneath the wig and you like, oh, oh, man, bad news, bad shape, man. We, we we need to correct ourselves as a people. I think this is the last segment right here. This is a young man gets an RP truth from his father. This is according to World Star. And World Star's running a commercial. All right, let me see here. 
Uh, apparently, the RP is going to be heavy in the game here. Let's go ahead and share the screen. Got to share the audio. They're making me work overtime. Here's a, oh, Raider Nation. Shout out to the young brother, Raider Nation. Let's go ahead and play him. Apparently, he's 13 years old. He already looks like he can get drafted. Uh, you uh, 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 All right, he broke up with his girlfriend. She cheated. <gasps> no. No. Oh, she ain't. Yeah, you let her go, fool. You deserve it. All right. How did that feel? You hurt? Sorry. No, I'm good. It's okay if it hurts. No, I'm good. Are you sure? Just let you know, son. These hoes ain't shit. I'm glad it happened. Now, you're in step one of sad. <laughs> yeah. Tell him, tell him, daddy. This is what dads are for right here. Shout out to dad. Let's give him a price is right. Let's give him a price is right. You know what I mean? They got to learn. 13 is a good time. 13 is a good time right there. Right in front of the mammies and the girls and the sisters. Oh, dad, you're no, no, no. Tell him, pops. We got to tell him. Look at his face. Some of y'all get the red pill. Some of y'all get the red pill. You single mother raised men get the red pill when you 30 and 40. This man got the red pill already. Just let you know, son. These hoes ain't shit. I'm glad it happened. Now you're in step one of Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Look at him. He proud, too. Shout out to my man, man. Go ahead and give him a win. Coach him up. Coach him up, daddy. Yeah, man. Let him know. Get him, daddy. <laughs> oh, man. But look, Pops, let him know, man. It's going to be hard out there for you, man. So this ain't the first time. It ain't going to be the last time. Do you think it was fair or foul? That was the fair or foul section. You guys can determine for yourself. There's ladies that watch this. There's young boys that watch this. You young boys need fathers out here, and we're going to get to that in a minute when we get to Jason Lee. Hey, we got Dr. Thunder. He says, Negro, you not about to read the Bible. I'm going to get, bro, I'm getting in for y'all Christians. Now, let me tell y'all, I know I, I grew up in the church. Y'all be interpreting the Bible. Y'all be interpreting the Bible 50 different ways. So when I start interpreting the Bible, Dr. Thunder, I don't want to hear about your Orthodox versus the Kojic and the Presbyterians and the Pentecostals. All right, I come up with my own interpretation and we're going to go from there. We're going to go from there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to even write my own. Don't make me write my own. What is the thing in the Bible? They have a reference. It's kind of like a thesaurus, but they have a reference for the Bible. What is that? It's going to be CGAs. I'm going to come up. <laughs> yeah, it's fair. Maybe interpret the Bible 50, 11 ways. I'm going to be sitting up there. What is it called when they call it? It's called a, it's not a thesaurus. It's called a concordance. Yes, the concordance. CGA's concordance. Referencing 304 culture. Adams, 304. <laughs> not the table of cat, the concordance. I mean, like, everybody get their concordance out. We're going to reference one scripture to the next, just so you have context. Flip your Bible to Adams 316. And it says, we just spanked your ass. Yes. They're going to be calling me a heathen. And I'm going to be like, I just brought property in Waco, Texas. Hand over your wives, gentlemen. Thank you very much. I'll bring them back. Anyway, mm. reprehensible behavior, CGA cult figure. Nah, I don't think it works. 
the Christians are ready. Shout out to no government name. I just got invited to a Facebook group called Kevin Samuels Free Agent Lifestyle. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Kevin Samuels Free Agent Lifestyle. What in the world? Kevin, St- I didn't, I've stolen everything from Kevin, by the way. Not only is Kevin stolen from everybody, now he then stole the free agent lifestyle. <laughs> Wait a minute. Y'all better go over there and defend the brother. <laughs> go over there and defend the brother. Wait, Kevin Samuels has the free agent lifestyle. What are we doing? What that mean? Please go over there and defend my shit. Wowzers. All right. Um, Let's get back. Oh, wait. Do we have Super Chats? Well, we do. Shout out to Where's My Mind. He says, I need a 10-piece lemon pepper. I do, too. Edward M. says, Coach, you speak the truth in the spirit of Elijah and John the Baptist. And it's hard out there. They even have to flee to the desert because everybody said you can't talk about our queens like this. Can't talk about the queen Jezebel. Spirit of Elijah says, I'll go out into the desert for 40 days before I deal with this. I will speak on it. <laughs> oh, man. Christopher Jacques says tricking, tricking, chicken and beer. That's always been the recipe. And if you haven't seen the movie Undercover Brother, they speak about it, too. Yeah, don't chop my head off. And Lamel says, I've told people Constantine just coded the Bible so people won't understand it interesting there yeah i find it kind of interesting how people do read the bible right people don't read it directly page for page front to back like a book and if they did it would take a considerable amount of time so what people typically do is it's kind of written like michelle's nostradamus's quartrains and if you know anything about (laughs) did i say michelle coach Nostradamus? i keep saying coach Nostradamus. Michelle Nostradamus and his core trains. How many core trains did Nostradamus have? I want to say 50 core trains. And they're very coded language. You got to understand what it is. And um, it's very much you can make everything fit anything. You can make anything fit anything. So Bible is typically referenced in the same way because people don't read it all the way through and have it with context. So they'll take scriptures out and say, this applies to that. Well, that's what I'm going to do, too. Michelle Kostradamus in his 50 and 11 core trains and CGA's biblical interpretation. I'm going to change the world. Yes. All right. Shout out to AB Network guy. Thank you for being here. And we are ready to go. Somebody says, can't speak the truth in these times. They'll be throwing stones and hanging you in the Times Square, in the town square. Yes, they do. Yeah. All right, Jason Lee, let's get to him, and we're down almost to the last two. We're at an hour and 35 minutes. Jason Lee, I believe, is, I don't know what he does, to be honest with you. I know him. I've seen him before, but I know him as Hollywood Unlocked. That's all I know. I think he's the, that's his webpage or his, um, that's his Instagram page. So to be fair, that's all I know. But um, let's hear him talk about this. I don't know about his dad. He doesn't reference his dad in this short clip. But he says, Jason Lee opens up about his mother being bipolar. She, he says, I forgave her for her uh, for the very mean things that she did and all the times that she hurt me. Okay. Everybody got it? 
So this is what we're going to reference today. And let's play the volume. I was just thinking my mom was crazy, but I didn't realize she was bipolar and manic and had a bunch of other stuff going to health issues or whatever. And so the way she behaved was out of her control. And I didn't understand that because we're all conditioned to be in control. Well, you know, health is wrong. Some people are out of their own control. So I learned compassion. And when she died, I let all of what I felt about her and all of what I experienced with her and all of what she did to me die with her. And I said this the other day, and I don't mean this in a rude way. I can't say that I miss her because I don't miss her. But I also am not happy that she's dead. I think I enjoy the time I have with her. I'm glad that she's at peace. I don't wake up one day and say, I wish that I did this different. Or I wish we had this relationship or I wish that she was alive. I look at it like, what did I learn from that? I learned have compassion for people who are challenged with mental health disabilities. I learned forgiveness is power for me and not them, right? It helps me to deal with my feelings. It helps me to control how I feel. And me letting her die with peace, knowing that I forgave her for all the very mean things that she did and all of the times that she hurt me, it gave me power over that relationship. So I, I look at it as an experience that God gave me. And I don't look at my other friends and go, well, why is their parents treating them differently uh, and loving them differently than mine? Because that is time that would take away from what I'm doing that's building the life that I live right now. So this is another motivational quote here. This is another guy that's like family, 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 my ass. All right, look, I got to go make my money. And a lot of guys push through their pain. They push through their tough times. People want you to stop and have a kumbaya. Yes, it's good to speak somebody, speak with somebody on these things. But in due time, I got to go make that money. I got to go support myself. And I might use that energy to do so. I don't have time to sit down for therapy. I might. In some point, and if I want to talk to somebody, I'll go talk to somebody. But he's like, until then, I'll deal with this pain that came from my mother. Now, many young men are going through this. Oh, sorry. Many young men are going through this right now. And I'm going to read to you what bipolar uh, bipolarism is. Bipolar disorder. Bipolar disorder. You won't see it on the screen, but I'm going to read to it. And a lot of you men, you young men and women, have sick mothers and some fathers and don't even know it. A lot of you men, young men and women have fathers and mothers that are sick in the fucking head. They sick. Many of them that still harbor ill will to their spouses. Fighting you child support custody. These are people that have bipolar and mental illness. I'm letting you know we're going there. They're mentally ill and raising you. And there's nothing we can do. People can try to save you. There's nothing you can do. You're dealing with sick people. Anybody that admits they have depression, I've told you, and they have children, they should immediately lose custody of them. But here y'all go playing the other side of the fence. This person is unhealthy. They're saying they have a mental illness. They're sick in the head. Yet they're raising kids. With a person, and, and the other person doesn't have custody. They're sick. they literally saying they're sick. And I'm sure there's a therapist saying they're sick. I'm sure they're taking medication saying they're sick. And they're raising children today, and some of these women end up killing, and men end up deleting their kids. Right? This is unstable. This is leading to a lot of things that people will fit simply say, well, why don't, the, why don't the healthy parent have them? Oh, no, you can't do that. Let's read you what bipolar disorder is. Now, interesting, interesting enough, I didn't know this, but bipolar disorder used to be called manic depression. I didn't know that. I had no clue. 
But essentially what this is reading as bipolar disorder, formerly called manic depression, is a mental health condition that causes what? Extreme mood swings that include emotional highs, mania or hypomania, and lows depression. What? Boy, that could be anybody, brothers. <laughs> that could be anybody. I mean, that could be a lot of men and certainly a ton of women. Let me read that again, my Lord. The people that say, I just want to be happy. You got to be a manic depression. I'm not happy. <laughs> it says right here, it, it, it causes an extreme mood swings that include emotional highs, which is the mania or the hypomania and lows, which is depression. When you become depressed, you may feel sad or hopeless or lose interest in pleasures or pleasures in most activity. What? Bruh, this sounds like a lot of baby mama terrorists. When your mood shifts to mania or hypomania, which is less extreme than mania, you feel euphoric, full of energy, or unusually irritable. These mood swings can affect sleep, Energy, activity, judgment, behavior, and the ability to think clearly. Oh, my Lord. Man, this got to be everybody at this particular point. But y'all baby mama terrors be going through this shit. I can't sleep. I can't eat. <laughs> they be up there fighting your ass. Hey, one thing I've been telling you about, and I've been warning you about this, and I want you to be take this as not me criticizing you because I'm healthy. Yes, I'm a tyrant, but I'm mentally sane. I want you to take this as a very hard lesson because you don't know a lot of people be doing recreational drugs. They are there. They have vices. They gamble. They smoke. They do drugs. They, they aren't eating properly. And they're, you're having, you're having situations with them. I, I'm going to say this again. I tweeted this once. I say, never underestimate the, I'm going to try to rephrase it. Never underestimate the amount of times that you've talked to a woman, meaning cold approached them, dated them, girlfriend, live with them, wife, ex-wife. Never underestimate the amount of times that that woman was not sober at the moment you talked to them. Because a lot of times we deal with things and we'd be like, damn, they crazy. Or that was weird. And what's this? She kind of weird. Women, same thing. If you want to, oh, that dude kind of weird. Never underestimate the amount of times that you've talked to a woman and she was not sober. And I will include mental health meds, mental health, like anything that is related to any prescription for mental health and or ADHD or any of that shit. Zoloft, sleep pills, Coke, crank, crack, weed, weed, Coke laced with weed, weed laced with Coke, alcohol, you might be, you might be four times out of 10 when you date a woman, she might be high as a kite when she shows up. I told you the one time I picked up a chick and I was like, let's go grab a bite to eat. She was like, okay. I had been with her, messed with her a couple times and she was like, come pick me up. I actually forgot about her and she was like, are we still on? I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'll come pick you up. And then we went to a restaurant. She showed up. I, she showed up and got in my car. Her eyes were like this. Her eyes was wide open, lit. I'm looking at her like she was normally a Joe Verbal person. 
I'm looking at her like this bitch. Eyes lit up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Somebody says she could have had high blood pressure. So we go. I takes her. And she had on glasses this time. She had on glasses. So I can look in her. I was like, maybe it's her bifocals. I was trying to make every excuse in the book. I was like, maybe it's the glasses. I was like, I don't know what it is. Maybe she got bifocals on. We sit down. We order. And she's kind of, it's, it's kind of like, okay, she on something. She weird. She sits down. She orders a burger. The burger comes to the table. And I'm already trying to get out of there. I'm like, all right, I'm trying to get out of here. But I was like, all right, let's eat, and I'll take her back. The burger comes to the table. She grabs the silverware. Like, this is a burger. It was like a chicken sandwich or something. She grabs the silverware. I'm already concerned. I'm like, oh, shit, she got silverware. And she's looking at the burger like this. She's looking at, or the chicken sandwich. She's looking at it like this here. And then she'll stop. Then she'll switch the fork and the knife, and then she'll... Look at the burger. She's just staring at her. Now, the burger in her eyes probably like jumping like this. She's just looking at it like this. She sit back. She's looking at it. She looked at that shit for like five minutes. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, yo, she got to go. She got stuck. She got stuck. She started glitching. She was just like, then she would go and cut the burger. Then she was like, I was like, mm. I was like, we got to go, man. She was higher than a kite. Peace leave. She got to have some good peace leave, but I took her back home. I was like, nah. And I never heard from her again. Never heard from her again. She must have knew. She must have knew I saw her ass. This is Las Vegas, by the way. This is Las Vegas. So I'm sitting there like this girl. Shit. Oh, my God. She gone. Gonzo. And. Guys, plain Jane, plain Jane, she wasn't, she wasn't like a stripper. She wasn't like a girl that had, to, well, she probably was a stripper in her life. She didn't have no tattoos, no eyelashes, no nothing. She came back, ponytail, glasses, plain Jane chick. I was like, this bridge is gone. Woo! Gonzo. So when I say this, I say this to tell you, gentlemen. Probably four out of 10 women that you deal with probably high on something. This is not an exaggeration. Most of the time they hide it, disguise it. You don't know. I knew, I knew, I know several women that are on antidepressants and all of that shit. But that being said, yeah, she was zooted. She was zooted. Remember I told the story last time I was like, that girl was zooted. I ain't never seen nobody like that. I was like, she was a zombie. Um, but antidepressants and these stimulants or anti-stimulants or whatever they called, to me, tells you that the person is not sober if they're taking them. But you're sober. I want you to follow me here. Many people may disagree. But if the person is not sober, meaning of sober mind, she needs something to assist her to get her in balance. If she is not sober, but you're sober, how do you have a rational conversation with somebody who is not sober? I'll wait. You can't do it. You can't do it. I think it's unfair. So if your spouse or ex-spouse 
is not sober and they're on head meds or recreational meds or alcohol, how do you have a sober conversation about logical shit when they're a druggie? <laughs> you a druggie. Guys, you cold approach drug addicts. You have conversation with people who are alcoholics. You have conversation with people who mix drugs and alcohol. You have conversations with people in sex with women who were zooted. Mollies and perks and men, vice versa. But what I'm telling from men, you are doing it. And a lot of you kids are being raised by women who are zooted. They zooted. They depressed. They Look, it, it enlisted depression in this bipolar shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, it says right here, episodes of mood swings may occur rarely or multiple times a year. While most people will experience some emotional symptoms between episodes, some may not experience any. Another bipolar disorder is a lifelong condition. You can manage your mood swings and other symptoms by following a treatment plan, a.k.a. Zooted. <laughs> people hate when I talk about shit like this, a.k.a. you get high. A.k.a. you can alter this by doing head meds. And many of you guys, if you're experiencing this, it is what it is. But people are not sober in the United States. In most cases, bipolar disorder is treated with what? Medication and psychological counseling. Psychotherapy. AKA that person, if you're conversating with them. Yes, I said conversating. If you're having a negotiation with somebody who is zooted on mental health meds and going to psychotherapy, how in the hell can you have a rational conversation? In this case, Jason Lee's mom was sick in the head. And they supposed to have a conversation with them? Dude, some of you guys are experienced. If you're going through custody battles, I guarantee you your ex is zooted. <laughs> if you're going through divorce right now, almost guaranteed she zooted. She zooted out. Your kids are in custody of somebody zooted right now. She zooted. How much you want to bet? And then don't get to mix the alcohol. Zoot it. They, they not sober. Now, I would say this. If somebody's trying to get a hold of the conversation, I'm like, is that person on is that person on any medication? If it is confirmed, they zoot it. How do you have a how do you have a rational, sober conversation with a drug addict? <laughs> With a druggie. Yes, you're a druggie. You're popping pills. All right, I don't care. Well, they're prescription. They're drugs. People hate me for this shit, but it's true. You a drug addict. <laughs> hey, like uh, like my boy, uh, my boy, uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, gosh, the judge. Judge Mathis. You a crackhead. He called everybody a crackhead. Zoot it. Hey, man, ladies and uh, gentlemen, check these men's <laughs> pause. Gentlemen, check these women's medicine cabinets, man. They out here. He says, per oh, prescription drugs are abused more than street drugs. Just saying. I don't look at prescription drugs and give you a pass. Oh, you're a prescription? No, I look at you as an addict. Yeah, take that shit to the bank. You, you, <laughs> you a whole addict. Period.
I don't have to get through life through drugs. I am drugs. I am drugs. All right, shit, man. I'm I get high off of CGA. Pause. Pill popping ass people. All right, gotta run to the Walmart and the goddamn Rite Aid every week to get your pills to function in life. Hey, look, you gotta do what you gotta do out here, and you gotta do what you gotta do. Take your head meds. But don't be trying to have no rational conversation with me. You a crackhead. <laughs> People going to be mad at me for real, bro. Oh, my Lord. But guys, look, I- I'm going to just frame it back to Jason Lee. This guy admits that his wife, his wife, his mother hurt him because she was sick. That she was a druggie and she was zooted. And she caused this man a lifetime of pain that he's now had to recess mentally in his mind so he can push forward in life. Sad. Sad. And we let it go. We let it go. Ladies, if you're on drugs, give your kids up. You're hurting them. For real, ladies, uh, look, this is the church of CGA. Men, if you're on drugs, stop being around your kids. If you need to be on drugs and be around your kids, you're hurting them. You know why? You might not think you're hurting them, but they know you zooted and you're doing what I call emotional abuse. I'm sorry, not emotional abuse, emotional terrorism. And we're going to get on to the next part of the show. Emotional terrorism works like this because people think abusing a kid can be just you physically abusing them or yelling them or obviously touching them in the private parts. But there's a, a abuse going on mostly from mothers to children. That goes understated. And that is called the emotional terrorism. It's emotional abuse. And I'll give you a prime story of how it works. I'm going to give you a prime story. And it's very vicious because it's done every day just ever so slightly. Ever so slightly. Like like a physical abuse, you just, and then that's it. I'm not, I'm not putting one above the other. But physical abuse typically doesn't happen every day, nor this touching where it doesn't belong. But an emotional abuse happens every day. It's ever-present, and it's always there. Because what happens is the kid comes down. Hey, Mom, I want to go see Dad. But she he knows, he or she knows that's going to trigger Mom. Mom's going to get triggered. Why do you want to go see him? You know what he did to me? You know what happened? Why would you want to go associate with him? He's a monster. Now, the kid's going to hear that one or two times and go, well, I won't bring that up no more. That's every day now, emotional abuse, emotional terrorism. And he knows that or she knows that if that happens, she's going to get triggered. So he doesn't ask for it when the kid needs it because the kid is going to be what? Abused. Every time brings up dad, anything related to it, mom gets triggered and goes and has to say something. That's called emotional terrorism. And so the kid doesn't ask. So thus he doesn't or she doesn't get to see dad the way he or she wants. Because he knows he's going to trigger mom. See, that's called emotional terrorism. It's called emotional abuse and kids experience it on a daily basis. 
they know the mom is taking the dad to court and they know every decision the kid makes or any bit of information that he gives to mom is going to be used in court. That's emotional terrorism. That's called emotional terrorism. So now the kid got to close up shop. Because if the kid gives up the location, guess what? Dad's going to get served, and here we go, World War III. And she's going to act like, I'm not doing anything. No, I'm not doing anything. And she is. When the, when the mom asks a kid a question about dad, she's not using it to gather information and see how well dad is doing. She's doing it so she can use against the dad. Hey, how's your dad doing? And where's he live? Perhaps I can get the address. Ah, blah, 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 blah. That's called emotional terrorism. If the kid's old enough, they'll know. And they'll say, God damn, my mom trying to be slick, acting like I'm stupid. Right? And they'll sabotage the whole kid for a couple of dollars in court. You see what I mean? This shit goes on all the time. And kids figure it out. But they don't have any strength to overcome it because it's apparent. But what Jason found out was his mom was crazy as cat shit and she was sick. And she hurt him, hurt him so bad that she wished she was dead. And when she died, she says, I, he says, I can't say I'm not happy. She's dead. That's called an abuser. That's an abuser. Not only that, she's on drugs. And she's mentally sick in the head. Now, I've never experienced anything like this. But it could happen to you. I'll play the clip again, and then we'll go on to the main event. Even when she knew he knew she was sick, knew she was a druggie, knew she was a terrorist, and he said, bitch, be gone, wish. Ding dong, the witch is dead. Yep, and now he out here switching left and right. Let's continue. It's crazy, but I didn't realize she was bipolar and manic and had a bunch of other stuff going to health issues or whatever. And so the way she behaved was out of her control. And I didn't understand that because we're all conditioned to be in control. Well, mental health is real and some people are out of their own control. So I learned compassion. And when she died, I let all of what I felt about her and all of what I experienced with her and all of what she did to me die with her. And I said this the other day, and I don't mean this in a rude way. I can't say that I miss her because I don't miss her. But I she said, he said, I don't miss her. Sad. Sad. And many mothers will find out. You'll be sick. You'll be on your deathbed and your kids ain't going to give a fuck. You think men are going to be sad and lonely when they die? Oh, mom. Yeah. They're going to be like, go on and go on and let it go. Go on and let go. Go on and return to the Lord and we can get rid of your crazy ass. They're going to be like, that's just one less shit I got to worry about. But I didn't create the scenario y'all did. And y'all had most time with the kid. So that's what you got. Yeah, you got time with the kid. Hey, I always tell women when they, they ask me about custody, I will tell them this because they'll they'll consult, they'll contact me and they'll say, Well, my dad, my son or my daughter wants to move with the dad. And I'll say, let them. They're like, what? I was like, let them. I was like, number one, they'll get at least to get it to experience dad. And if dad is a Disneyland dad, they'll find that out in due time that it's not Disneyland over there anymore. Then they might come back to you. And then I said, number two, 
when you keep kids and you're not in a great financial position, you're fighting it, fighting the father. What the kid is going to experience is a crazy ass mom. And they're going to get every day with your crazy ass to the point where you're going to put, you're going to lose them anyway. I was like, you actually exposing yourself. You don't want to be in a situation where you have them more because when you do, you're going to expose yourself to be a crazy bitch. And then you're going to lose the kid when the kid turned 18. And then when he don't come around no more, you're going to wonder why. Why? Jason Lee said it. She crazy. When you die, they ain't going to give a rat's ass. What? You actually spending more time being toxic. And you got them in bad living conditions trying to blame the dad. No, you're not. I'm like, don't, no, look, look, let them go. Let them go. You actually showing and exposing your hand, all right? Let them go to dad, and then maybe in a year, the kid might come back and say, hey, I'd rather be with you. You never know. But holding on to them is going to expose you as a crazy bitch, all right? That's what it's going to do. All right, and the kid going to grow up around you looking at you like, damn, this bitch. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right, so I counseled several women, and I gave them that recipe. Many of you will find out, ladies, you will actually have more time to work, less financial stress. You'll be able to do what you want to do, fornicate, be out in these streets, than to hold on to your kids and create codependency when you're sick in the head. <laughs> How to tell when your girl will cheat on you. Let's take it to these two people here. Three people. I got a great short videos for you. Let's let's go to this plain Jane right here. Let's go to this plain Jane. There's a plain Jane. Not my girl, coach. Not my girl. My girl will never cheat on you. Well, let's take you to let's take you to a Kaylee. I know you guys think these plain Jane girls ain't going to cheat on you. Guys, plain Jane girls are uh, robots in disguise. They're Decepticons. Don't let their demeanor, plain Jane demeanor, fool you. Fair use. This is a video. And uh, this is a woman in a relationship. Coach, I'm in a relationship. And I say, and? Doesn't mean you're not susceptible to anything. Let's play her. Fair use. My boyfriend and I have been living together for two years, dating since I was a freshman in college. But here's the thing. He's seven years older than me. So by the time we started dating, he was already out of college. Yeah. There's this part of me that, you know, despite the perfect relationship we have and and the fact that we see a future together, I feel like I'm missing out on experiences at college. I want to like live it up. Um, there's a big part of me that's kind of addicted to the chase of new relationships mm. and new guys. Mm. And, um, you know, I kind of want to like have the ability to flirt with other guys and live it up while I'm young. So what do you say? Should he let me have a hoe phase or should I just hunker down wow. and make the future my priority and just accept that I've met the one? Any advice is appreciated. Thanks, guys. What an awesome attitude about this. Uh <laughs> I don't know who these guys are, but fair use to them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, love last, I see. Love conquers all. Love last coach. What are you talking about? Who hurt you? Now you got a full 304. I mean, she's ready to get out here. Peace leave itching. She cannot wait. When she goes to bars and clubs, she just, oh, I love it. She's full of the Aisha Curry. She can't wait to get out in these streets. However, 
She's got a good man. You're such a good man. We've been together since I was a freshman in college. All right. Joe Biden style. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. She wanted to get her insides pushed to her esophagus. She like, I have a good man. She literally described her relationship as perfect. I'm going to play it again. She described her relationship as perfect. We have an age gap, not a considerable one, but she wants a chance to do what? Be young. She doesn't want to give up her younger years. Yep, she got a beta male. Right? And she's like, listen, she's thinking about it while living with the guy. So when I tell you they be breaking up with you, emotionally divorcing you way before the breakup comes. And not only that, she's going to blame his ass for the breakup. We already know that's coming. It's going to be Jermaine's fault. Oh, he was in. He was an abuser controlling the whole thing. Abuser controlling insecure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get it. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. All right. We get it. We get it. It was his fault. Let's play it again. Let's play it again and break it down. My boyfriend and I have been living together for two years. Two years of cohabitation. And she ready to skedaddle. She ready to go out there. This girl could be a little wifey, little plain Jane wifey somewhere in Nebraska. But she like, the streets are calling me. In these streets? Two years. Coach, I'm in a relationship for two years. You don't know what you're talking about. Dating since I was a freshman in college. But here's the thing. He's seven years older than me. So by the time we started dating, he was already out of college. Yeah. There's this part of me that, you know, despite the perfect relationship we have, Despite the perfect relationship, gentlemen. Despite, dude, he's doing it right. This dude is winning. He, she, she described it as perfect. <laughs> she wants to get a train yang run on her. And she will be back with STIs and another man's baby right to that dude. I'm telling you guys. They, you guys don't know this about them. This is how they act, and they don't think about it. She said, part of me. And and the fact that we see a future together, I feel like I'm missing out on experiences at college. Okay, so she said, she said, feel like. I feel like. Everything's been feel. She hasn't think, and I feel like we have a personal relationship. I feel we can go together. We can pull up. And, but I feel like I should be a whore. That's what she said. Oh, the humanity. I want to like live it up. Um, there's a big part of me that's kind of addicted to the chase of new relationships. I warned you about that in my recent video on TikTok and Instagram. I said, what you get, what you do to get a woman is different than what you do to keep a woman. I know people be going in my comment section. I don't read the comment section on TikTok. On Instagram, I'll skim through them. They're like, this is not true. No, no. What you do to get her and what you do to keep her are two different skill sets. Some of it, it overlaps, but I also said women tend to be addicted by the pursuit, the men pursuing her, and it's a short-lived time that you pursued her, and then the rest of the time you got in relationship mode. She's been in relationship mode, but she misses the chase. She wants to pursue. Peace, leave it. And, I, and there's a chat out there, and she want to go right out to these streets. And new guys. And, um, you know, I kind of want to like have the ability. She said new guys, new guys. I want new guys. I want new salami before I settle down. Hold up for a second. That's what she said. 
I'll put some on her lips too. Anyway, here we go. The chase of new relationships mm. and new guys. New guys. Man, new, wait, new guys. <laughs> I want that new strange salami. Now, this young woman, I don't blame you out here. I like strange. I like new women. Like, that's my whole thing. That's my whole life. I want something new. I get bored really quickly. Not mine, coach. I wouldn't, you wouldn't get bored of mine. Yes, I will. Probably about the third time I hit it, I'm bored of it already. I'm doing you a favor. I'll take it if it's laying there. I'm already bored. I already got to think of somebody else when I'm with you in a minute. I got to think of somebody else. Yes, I do. Maybe not the first couple of strokes, but yes. <laughs> okay, but she wants to be out there and she wants that new, new. She wants that new, snoo, new, snoo, snoo. All right, here he is. I like the strange. And she likes that strange, but not my girl, coach. All right, here we go. And, um, you know, I kind of want to, like, have the ability to flirt with other guys and live it up while I'm young. Oh, there you go. While I'm young. Hey, while I'm young out here. In these streets. She going to catch an STI quickly. She going to catch an STI on the first week she out there. <laughs> she going to catch the herp derp week one. Fresh out of jail. I don't bail fresh out of jail, California dreaming. She going to catch her dirt first week. Guaranteed. <laughs> Peace League going to be burning. First week, because she going to let the first mega chad, giga chad hit that. He going to get it, clap that, have her burning. She going to go right back to her boyfriend. Uh, I guess living it up. <laughs> she going to get a fresh set of herpes. It's almost a guarantee, bro, because you know she going to pick a Chad. Let's get it. So what do you say? Should he let me have a hoe phase or should, uh, should he let me have a hoe phase? I'm sorry. What? What? Hold on for a second. I didn't hear that. <laughs> should she let me have a hoe phase? You say, should he let me have a hoe phase or should I just hunker down wow. and make the future my priority and just accept that I've met the one? <sighs> Man, this is painful for that man. Because this man doesn't know. This man has no idea. Ah, should I just hunker down and settle for this chump? Or go out there and have somebody scratch this itch? Should I settle down and marry him? Should I just be like, all right, he has a good profile. I can build with him. He's a firefighter. Get him. Got him. I got this sucker. And then later on, I'll cheat on him with a bartender, personal trainer. Or I'll cheat on him with a bouncer at a nightclub. Bruh, she done with him. And at the end, she's like, I'll just take the easy route, settle on in. Or should I catch herpes out here? And she going to divorce him. Guys, look, I'm loving social media now. Because I used to do this without social media. I have, I used to have to tell you how women think. Prior to 2020, prior to the Kevin Samuels free agent lifestyle, apparently. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Goddamn shame out here. I used to have to tell you, and women are like, where are you meeting these women? Oh, they're all over social media now. Let's give you another one right here. Let's give you another one. Guys, it, 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 it even gets worse. Well, wait, it gets worse. I got stuff out of order here. Okay, hold on. I'm waiting for an ad to pop off this screen. All right, let me stop sharing. Get over to the New York Post. 
Here's here's a dear Abby. <laughs> you guys ready for this one? I we mentioned this on the what on the members live stream. Dear Abby, I cheated on my husband and brought home an STI. Uh, dear Abby, I'm very depressed. We need a new word for depressed. It's getting out of control. We just use that for everything. Look, just say you sad. <laughs> and why are you sad? Because you a piece of shit. I mean, come on. Let's just. Because you, you know what I mean? You, you ain't, you ain't fulfilling your life's plan. I'm depressed. What? Are you kidding me? I'm very depressed and upset with myself. That's why you're depressed. You're upset with yourself. I cheated on my husband, Hal, and told him after I realized I have gotten an STI from a man I cheated with, Hal was very upset, and rightly so. And we didn't talk for a day and a half, but he didn't yell or call me names because you'd be calling him an emotional abuser, and you then you can blame him for you going out there being a skeezer. But that's neither here nor there. So he he's smart. He held masculine frame, and I'm getting Pepto-Bismol commercials here. And then she says, I feel so guilty and confused. He's really being nice, not cursing at me. It's strange. There's not That's not strange, ladies. A guy knows that if he yells at you, even when you bring home herpes, he's going to be blamed, and then you can say he's uh, the abuser. And it's all Jermaine's fault. He ain't stupid. He didn't walk into that trap. He's like this bitch, and he also knows he can't win. Oh, yeah, you can't win. You can't win. He also knows he can't divorce you. He going to lose half his stuff because you brought home herpes. So he's stuck. Things are different between us now, and it's my fault. Yes, it is. It will take time and patience, I guess, but I miss the intimacy and affection Hal and I once shared. Well, that's probably because he doesn't want his salami to look like an Almond Joy bar or a payday. He doesn't want to look like his, he don't want his joint to look like a payday. So yeah, he's not going to be intimate with you. I wouldn't do it either if my junk was about to look like a Mounds bar. Okay. So I'm not about to dip my sausage in there and have that shit coming out with the cr looking like a Nestle Crunch bar. <laughs> He like, and I love Nestle Crunch. He like, shit, I don't want them damn, them damn Cocoa Pup, them damn Rice Krispies all over my shit. Mm. <laughs> looking like Will, he got his shit looking like Willie Lump Lump just so he could be intimated with his wife. He like, hell no. <laughs> oh, Willie Lump Lump sausage. Now he can't go to the junior college. Jesus. Got his shit crisp like Rice Krispies and shit. Nope. I, I don't think so. Is it normal for me to want him to yell at me and show his anger? When I try to talk about it, about him getting tested for STI, he gets quiet and brings up the past. <laughs> Wait a minute. He brings up the past. Have you ever noticed with a woman cheats on you and then you get over it you be like oh don't bring up the past wait a minute you you reminded him that you have the herb derp <laughs> he gets quiet and says well you probably shouldn't cheated on me you probably shouldn't cheated on me you bitch you bitch you why are you bringing up the past 
She says, please help me. I just want things back to the way they were before I cheated. What do I do? Reluctant cheater in Portland, Oregon. Wait a minute. I'm I'm thoroughly confused, man. This is. This is this is crazy. I wonder what dear Abby had to say. Is she still alive? Hal needs to talk to his doctor and schedule an appointment to be tested, and you must be willing to talk to him about the past. Exactly. And why you cheated on him. You owe your husband an explanation that he he says that he hasn't yelled or called you names doesn't mean he isn't hurt or furious or about what happened. Hey, see, women will do this to you. You'll talk it over. You'll smooth it out. And she says, we'll let bygones be bygones. Clean shape, clean slate. Meanwhile, you hurting, you festering, and you out there, and then you bring up the past. And she's like, why you hurt? Why you bring it up? You're just so hurt and bitter. Meanwhile, mm. says right here, it may take counseling with the licensed massage therapist. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. Mm. I, I'd rather him go to a licensed massage therapist than a licensed marriage and family therapist. Them people is useless. Them people are absolutely useless. Do we have any M certified? What is it called? MFT, PhD. What is that shit called? Them people are useless. Marriage therapist. <laughs> you gotta go through. You gotta go through a marriage therapist so they can make you say she just wanted to be held. She just wanted a hug, and she had sex with that bouncer and caught herpes because you didn't hug her. Man, get the fuck out of here. Why are you so butthurt about me catching herpes? Uh, my marriage therapist said just to hold her. <laughs> what we got right here. If you do this, although your relationship may never go back to the way it was before you cheated, it may be better. Nope. Nope. Nah, man. Nah, man. Ditch her ass. But there you go right there. How do you know if your girl will cheat on you? The fact that you are in a relationship, she may cheat on you. That's number one. You got into a relationship with her. You just increased the odds of her cheating on you by 100%. Mm. (laughs) And why? I'm going to tell you why. This is it. You cannot beat the fact that love is going to wear down. Right? The whole thing, what got her and what keeps her are two separate things. If she gets an opportunity to, which she does every day, every day, every day your girl goes out. I don't care if she looks like snuffle up because she has somebody, she's she has somebody throwing sausage at her. So she does have an opportunity. Now, the way she gets got is through proximity and or words. See, this is the kryptonite of women, words. And many men figure this out. If they say the right thing, they can unlock the door. I don't care who this woman is. If they say the right thing, they can unlock the door. And all it takes for you to fart that morning, not help clean up, not help fold laundry, have your socks by the hamper, all it takes for that day to occur, and then her to go out there and somebody unlocks the door. Because... Words get them. Have you ever guys noticed that if you say the right words, like if you're text messaging a woman and you say the right things, you you got her. 
You got her. You name able to say the right things in the right order. It's done. That's why they love the text messages because it's words. The words get them. And if you're ever to uh, vocalize these words, you got them. Any guy, any day of the week, any given Sunday, a woman could cheat on you with the right words. And if somebody gets a hold of her cell phone and texts her smoothly, engages her attention, and he says the right thing, and he doesn't look like he's pressing because obviously you're in a relationship, and he goes the slow pimping way, he got your girl. He got your girl. <laughs> it's not necessarily about the sexual desire. If she wanted just sexually desire, she would just be out there cheating on you. I'm talking about your girl. Yes, your girl that's committed to you as a I E the plain Jane. She's looking for that. That thing where she can do what be pursued. I just told you. She just told you she misses being pursued. When you get in a relationship, you do less pursuing. It's just what it is. And I don't want to hear like, nah, you got to keep pursuing her. She's right here. I don't have to pursue her via text message anymore. But the new guy is pursuing her via text message. Absolutely. And she wants the feeling of that pursuit again. It's very short-lived in relationships. It's sad. But if a woman feels like she's less than desired or she gets bored or her feet gets a little bit cold and somebody comes in there and they get that number, it's a wrap. This is why guys that don't want their girls to text other guys, this is why. And that's the explanation. You're not pursuing her. The other guy is. And yeah, dirty macking. Yeah, all of that stuff. The dirty macking comes into play. I think, guys, this is why I tell you to not deal with wives. You know, I've had female clients that are wives. I cut it strictly business, right? Every now and then they'll, you know, say something. Did you see this show? I wouldn't rarely ever text female clients that had husbands with like that. I would never do it. I would say rarely ever. Every now and then it'll sneak by or there'll be another reason to text. But I never would be like, oh, you know, with my female clients going back and forth with banter, doing inside jokes, laughing at stuff that we did. Did you see this and that? Rarely ever. I left it business only. What time are we meeting? I'll meet you there. So if somebody got that text thread, you're not going to see no banter going back and forth. And I, I do that on purpose. And if I know even the girl has a guy boyfriend, nope, I'm not going back and forth with that girlfriend because when 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 she gets angry with her guy or lonely or misses the pursuit, if she reaches for me and they see that text thread, all bad. I don't like dirty macking. I don't like guys that run around here bragging that they dirty mac. Like I said, and I'll get in, in with the show here. I woke up. I had an iPad on this, this morning, two or three in the morning. Some game dating coaches was on there taking calls from ninjas. And I was like, this shit got to be the craziest shit, corniest shit I ever heard. I thought I was in a ninth grade locker room. Listen to 11th graders telling ninth graders how to pick up chicks. I was like, oh, my God. So the callers were calling in. And they was like, no, nah, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do it. And I was just like, shit. Almost grabbed that damn iPad and threw it off the damn. It's terrible. They could barely let the dudes get in a word in edgewise. They was like triple teaming them like demolition. 
They was they was on them like the fabulous Freebirds. I was like, whoa, the fuck. They was on them like the Shield and the NWO. I was like, damn, let, let the dude say his shit. What the hell are we doing? But um, with that being said, a lot of them will engage with, you know, that's why I fucked your girl and I'll take your, I'll take your wife from the husband and I fuck. I'm just like, dude, these are this despicable. Like, why would you do that? <laughs> I get it, guys. I get it. You know, when, some women are fair game, but I'm going to encourage you guys. I have a little bit of a moral compass here. Do not mess with girls that are so-called in committed relationships because they will use you to enrage their boyfriend and play the jealousy game. You do not want to be on the other side of that shit. Yes, it can work nine times out of ten, but the one time you it doesn't work, it's fisticuffs if, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. I don't take pride in going, yo, bitch chose me. I don't do it. Now, you talk about husbands. Oh, my Lord. Husbands are the mega sims. And matter of fact, to be a husband, you got to be a simp first. Like, you got to go into simpism. You might get back out of simpism when you become married and wake up. But in order to just be a husband, you got to be a simp. And simps are dangerous. Simps are dangerous. So, thus, you never know what a simp will do for his piece of peace leave that he walked down the aisle you never know he might blow it off he might divorce her he might come up to you and speak about it like gentlemen he might say like in uh michael douglas is a perfect murder come up to him and say you know i envy you you have the desires you have my wife's juices marinating every night i envy you that you can throttle my wife that i pay for thus our deal is I'm going to pay you to delete that broad or I'm going to turn your ass in. Right. He was like, you either delete her. Or I delete you, which is a fantastic movie. Great premise. Okay. Or the guy could come in with machetes and Uzis and it's a rap ski. There's no stopping him. He will, he will hunt you down like a sniper. <laughs> right. You'll never, ever really see it coming. I'll be on guard. I got my masculine frame on. This dude will plan. The movie's called A Perfect Murder with Michael Douglas and Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. I gave away a little bit of it, just so you know. However, however, a guy like that will put on ski mask, and he's, a, he's an executive guy. The guy's an executive guy. He don't care about tar He will put on ski mask. He will plan out and plot. He will know when your video cameras are recording. He will know when your dog go to sleep. He will feed your dog a sleepy bone. <laughs> he will he will feed your dog a sleepy bone. Your dog gonna be over there snoring. He'll creep through your window. <laughs> put on a helmet, like RPM says. Helmet time. And being there cutting you in pieces in your bathtub. <laughs> he be in there with a butter knife like this here. Mm -hmm. Dicing your ass up. Do not mess. Yeah, OJ style. And he won't have a drip of blood 
on him when he leave. He will change out of his clothes, put the bloody clothes, and be back in his wife's bed. And his wife will be like this, sleeping like this, knowing the husband what the husband doing, going, he must have found out. Soon as the husband get in the bed, she got his back turned to him. Soon as he get in the bed under the cover, she'd be like this. <laughs> she'd be like, oh, shit, this ninja. Police come in. My husband was in the bed the whole night. <laughs> he said, cut you up listening to classical music. He'd be listening to classical music. He turned on your, he turned on your, Alexa, and be listening to classical music. Cutting you up. Meanwhile, you talking about how big of a man you are dealing with another woman's, another man's wife. Don't play this game, guys. It's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous There's far too many women out here. Now, if the wife comes from across an area code or two, but even then, you playing with fire, man. Tell these wives, tell these wives, Man, go suck on your husband, please. Leave me the hell alone. All right, let me get to the end of the show. Let me do the Super Chats, and we'll be back in tomorrow. What are we doing here? Super Chat time. AV Network guy, thank you, brother. Uh, Anonymous says, look up borderline personally, personality dis disorder. Borderline personality disorder. Oh, yeah, I heard of this one, right? I don't know too much about these, but borderline personality disorder, it says, is a mental health disorder that impacts the way you think and feel about yourself and others, causing problems functioning in everyday life. It says right here, it is itself self-image issue, difficulty managing emotions and behaviors and the patterns of unstable relationships. We need to do a show on this. We need to do a show. All right, it's crazy because a lot of people are suffering from this and then be in relationships and then be talking about how their other relationship partner is an asshole. <laughs> like, let me see. Are you bipolar or BPD? Do you take mental health? Man? You're the problem. Like, you literally are the problem. I, I don't understand how you can be mentally unstable and going through psychotherapy and taking head meds and medication, and then you say the other person's the problem. Like, how? <laughs> Just the fuck? You're the problem. I'm going to do a show on this one. I'm going to gather my data. I'm going to gather my data. Aaron says, hey, Aaron, he says, hey, CGA, I'm sure you'll be one of the groomsmen at, uh-oh, hold on for a second. He says, at Donovan's wedding, he getting married. I thought he was married already. He says, just have your soundboard ready with the prices wrong before they say I do. Uh, I thought he was married. That's what I heard. A, a Ron says Jason Lee was also touched as a kid by his mother. Oh, no, because of his mother left him with a bunch of sketchy men, which explains why he became rainbow as an adult. Really sad. Uh Oh, I don't want to talk about that. That's sad for sure. Man. Johnny Law, the sisterhood calling her to Camp Swallow. <laughs> Goodness. Mm. Camp Swallow. Yes, this woman right here getting called to Camp. Hey, the streets are calling. Where is Camp Swallow chick at? Oh, I can't find her. Calling her to Camp Swallow. Where's that plane, Jane? And she wanted to swallow it up. Oh, I can't find her. I must have deleted it off. And by the way, whoever told me to do the Eliza Blue story, 
they yank and they censor in people left and right. So I got to be careful about Eliza Blue. She has ties to Elon Musk and they yanking down accounts. They delete videos off YouTube and Twitter accounts. Shout out to Noel News says, where's that choo-choo sound effect, coach? All right. <laughs> we got we got the train yang. Cheap drum hacks. Coach checking in. Been focusing on my career. Shout out to you. JC says, I lose attraction instantly when I know she's taken. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll see attractive women out, and I'll wait. Always wait to see if they boyfriend going to show up, because she will. I caught a dude trying to run game on this young chick. We was in Whole Foods. Yeah, it was no, no, no. Yeah, we were in Whole Foods, and this is a fine Kaylee was sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and I kind of seen her. She was sitting by herself for a long period of time. I'm eating my food, and an older gentleman's watching. He, They were sitting there before me, and he finally got up the nerve he finally got up the nerve to go talk to her. And I looked, I had my headphones on. And I looked, I was like, okay, gone. And he was like, you know, how are you doing, ma'am? He hit her with all the bullshit, right? He hitting her. He setting it up. He finally got up the nerve. Yeah, he was older too. He was an older gentleman. She was young and she was nice though. Had some pretty feet and all that. I swear to God, soon as his ass got up and started to have the conversation with her, she was like, oh, being polite. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, you know, I'm not. She's giving him the dodge. Soon as his ass started talking to her, he wasn't talking to her for a whole minute and a half. Here come her Chad Ivy League ass Princeton boyfriend right around the corner. Right. And he would just got up after at least 15, 20 minutes. And finally got up and around the corner. Here his ass come. Six foot three. He had the corporate haircut and shit. He had the sweater vest. Was <laughs> like tall, big ass feet. Board short. Soon as he come up, the ninja come over there. Oh hi! And she introduced him to him. I was like, oh. She was like, oh, this man was just coming up having a conversation. He was like, oh, and the guy came up. How you doing? Introduced himself to the dude that was macking. I was like, damn. I was like, yo, Joseph A. Bakes suit. I was like, yo, you got caught, cut off, caught up. Poor guy. I was like, and he had to slither back to his seat. I was like, hey, at least he tried. Yeah, he had his Amber Crombie and Fitch. He had his Amber Crombie and Fitch. He looked like a model from Amber Crombie and Fitch. And they looked like Barbie and Ken together. And this dude had to go slither back to his seat. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. So sometimes you will see a girl, she'll be away from her, her boyfriend, right? She'll be away from her boyfriend, right? Just wait for it. You know what I mean? You in the grocery store, you're like, ooh, wait. You're like, all right, don't rush up right away. Don't rush up right away. You got to see where her man is and shit. You go to the next aisle, next aisle. By the time you get to the third aisle, they'll be back together. And you'll be like, all right, leave that shit alone. PUAs would be like, nah, man, go in there and get her in. You can have a girl. You can have a girl. Them niggas be greasy ass lips talking that shit. You can have her. You go out there. <laughs> you could have had you one and you could have had you a girl. I'm like, to do what? To do what with? Argue with a ninja? <laughs> right, where we at? All right, to do what with? Oh, did I get in league? I trust coach. I had the Hey Big Head text this morning from my Filipina. 
looking for me to save her, asking me if I have a girlfriend. And you tell her now at that point, guys, that's a different game. In CGA's in CGA's world, that's a different game. Just so you guys know, if you have a girlfriend and a girl comes up and volunteered herself to be part of your side chick, your con your harem and concubine, now you got you a now you got you a good you now you got you a good side chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just go ahead and just go ahead and reduce the previous arrangement. Reduce the previous arrangement to about a third of what this broad was getting. Third of time, third of quality, third of every goddamn thing. Oh, we were negotiating right now. Oh, we were negotiating you back. Cool. You're going to be in this rotation. Oh, and guys, she's going to run like the wind. She's going to run like the wind. She goes like, I thought we, I figure we start where we left off. Nope. Hit the like button on the way out. Shout out to Kaylin Ferguson. When a woman cheats, she commits treachery. She must be dumped immediately. Absolutely. Ne never accept a woman cheating on you. It's a major, major violation of trust because she's supposed to be the moral high ground. She supposedly never would do that. Right. But um, never accept that type of behavior. And he says women don't realize is that what they don't realize is that when they seek when they seek relationships from men, they are taking that man's time. Being unfaithful is at least is the least she can do. Being faithful is the least she can do. If not, they can be three or fours on their own time. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. But yeah, if a woman comes calling back, oh, last thing here. I figure we can start where we left off. You mean you left off stabbing me in the back? Sure, we can start there. You left off angry. You left off hanging me, leaving me high and dry. Yeah, we can start right there. First thing we're going to do is you're going to bend over and grab them ankles. That's where we left off. You're going to grab them capes. Grab them ankles. <laughs> what? I mean, I figure we can meet. They do that on Tinder. They do that on Bumble and all them dating apps. They'll flake on you. They'll mess with you for two dates. On the third date, on the third date, she's supposed to give up that juice box. On the third date, she's she was going to be ready to give up that juice box. So you took her out once or twice. You were a gentleman on the first time. I ain't going to hound you. Second time you met, playing mini golf. Yeah. Third time, yeah, you coming over to cook? Yep, coming over to cook. When? Tuesday. Okay, cool. Bring your ass over. Meet me here. I'm going to have this, this. You bring that. All of a sudden, she started backing out. She don't give you that juice box. She don't even show up. She flake. She said her grandmama died, her dog died, or she just full out, don't, don't call you. No call, no show. And you're like, oh. She knew she was going to have to give that juice box up. So she didn't show up. Then she'll go missing for a couple of weeks or a month, and she'll do her dating options. We know what's happening. She's exploring her options, which she should be able to do. Hey, go go explore your options. Then when it doesn't work, she's going to come right back three, four weeks later. Hey, how you doing? Just reaching out. I've been a little bit busy, and my grandma died, and my dog died. Yeah, you know what I mean? And I got sick. I got COVID. I had a little cough. <laughs> I had a sore throat. Then I took a trip to Cabo. Uh, yeah, um, I was just thinking about you, and I figure maybe we can just start back up. You could just start back up, right? You know what I mean? Start off where we left off. You know, you could take me out for the third date. Uh, Ma'am, I don't know if you remember, our third date was at my place, and we were making blackened salmon. 
And then what I was going to do is I was going to black your ass afterwards. That's what we was about to do. That's what we was about to do on date number three. Really? I, interesting. Well, you know, we lost contact with each other, and I just want to see what's there and read like the chemistry. Let's start over from square one. Yep, well, let's start off on date number one again. She want to reset the clock, move that shit back to the first date. I mean, I want to get to know you. I really don't know who you are, and I don't feel comfortable. So let's just start over from date number one. Ma'am, are you an idiot? We're not starting over from day one. We're starting over from when you was about to give me that juice box. Because you was going to give me the juice box. Or that was going to be the end of your run on date number three. Don't tell me you was bloated. We're starting right there. You know what they're going to do? They're going to be gone. Well, like, oh, what? Yeah, they gone now. They don't want to do that shit. They trying to play you for a fool. And ladies, when you do shit like that, you make yourself look bad. I know guys are assholes out here, but you know what? You're part of the problem. When you do shit like that, guys can see it for what it is. Guys aren't stupid. See, women think we talk about women doing bad things, but good girls do shit like this all the time. So you're talking about you're talking about the skeezers and the straggle daggles, coach. What about the good women? Good women do that stuff all the time. And they think nothing of it. And they'd be like, well, it's a thing. He shouldn't have expected anything. Yes, he should have. You ditched him. And then all of a sudden you're trying to push the clock back. No, no, no. That's called playing games. And then you'll say, uh, say guys are playing games. Not only did you try to push the clock back, you ditched him. And then you went to explore your options. And when the shit didn't work, you back, you backed at one, like Brian McKnight, you back at one. Now you want to come back. Oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I didn't think he was nothing. I explored my options. And not only that, you got, you got plucked over there. You got boned and discarded. That's what happened. You got pumped and dumped. And now you back at him. We know what the hell would happen. You got pumped and dumped for two and three dates, and then now you back over here talking to me. It's okay. I was fornicating too at the time. But you did leave me hanging, and I can't get over that. So the fact that you no-called, no-showed, you canceled last minute, yeah, you're going to have to get the brakes beat off of you to get back into my good graces. Mm. All right? But these are the things that the so-called good women do that is manipulative. It's actually in bad faith. So we're not talking about the skeezers, the 304s, and the straggle daggles. They do shit like that all the time. And they see nothing wrong. Well, it's my right, and I don't owe you anything. You sure don't. And I owe you nothing either. Hit the door. <laughs> Hit the door, skeezer. You're out of here. And good luck with your life. And, dude, I'm going to tell you, when you do that, them bras come back. They come back eight months later like nothing happened, like you forgot. <laughs> like... <laughs> You like, boy, they don't have no scruples. They'll come back eight months later like you completely forgot about it. I'm like, man, you guys have no shame. Ladies, you part of the problem out here dating. It ain't just a dude. Y'all be doing some just some stupid stuff. And I'm like, I ain't forgot. Come over and drop that neck. <laughs> right? That's where we go. I ain't forgot. I might forgot your name. But yes, if I I keep your number, it saved, it popped up. 
I had to scroll to the top of this text chat. I saw it was you. You had a picture or a name. I got it. Yes, I remember you. Uh, drop that neck like I told you to do eight months ago. But these people are out here, he says, because they know we have the sickness. Some of you simps are lovesick and you'll do it. Not me. I always tell them, shit, man, you got out of line. Back of the line's back there. If you want to get to the front of the line, drop that neck. And I might consider. But get back into the back of the line. What, you have a line? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. By the way, another thing that women don't believe is that you don't have options out here. And if you're a guy that walks around like you don't have options, they'll treat you as such. They just pop back in their lives. Okay, let's start back up and be in a relationship. Like, no, baby, the line back there. And back of the line. You can you can get to the front of the line. <laughs> but first thing you're going to do is come here tonight. Tonight. Yes, get dressed. Get out of your pajamas. Well, I'm in my pajamas. Well, back of the line. Anyway, shout out to the coach game. Hit the like button on the way out, and we out of here. Peace. I want to hook up with as many men as possible. Hell yeah. Which, um, here's the thing. I wouldn't do that in college because, one, I got chlamydia, and, two, the frat guys don't try to make you come. I didn't have my first orgasm until after my freshman year of college, and that was after I had a decent-sized body count for being a freshman. That's a tough freshman year. Chlamydia huh? and, and the frat guys don't make you come. That's a tough one. Yeah. <laughs>